Oh, fuck. I didn't have the thing open. (laughs) (laughs) You're now listening to Sportchamps. What is up, you guys? Is my mic on? I can't even hear myself. I can what hear you. What is up, you guys? My name is Rick G, and you guys are now listening to Street Champs exclusive sports podcast. Now I can hear myself a little bit better. Will you turn up my headphones a little bit more, bro? I don't know why they're so low. Maybe it's because of the music. Okay, I can hear myself way better now. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I intro. think it was the music. I think it was the intro that time. That bitch know. was on 11. That bitch was on 25. All right. Opening this up. What's up, guys? What up? Episode 11. What's good? <clears throat> yes, sir. Clearing the voice. Getting back in it. You know, I mean, I mean should we just jump in weeks? I don't know. I Doing mean, my I'm week. Down. I'll jump in my week, man. Let's I just it. got done shooting today. That oh, was sure. cool. Rah. That's a sport in itself. It is. Uh, testing out the Glocks. Te- testing out the SKS. You know what I mean? Tr- hitting some targets, you know, seeing seeing how they're shooting. Oh, yeah. And Jelly. All, all shooting great, you know. Got to clean them. That's it. <laughs> that's yep. it. That's all I, I. That's all I did today. Uh, I mean, we have a crazy week of sports. I mean, that's not really my week though. So, how was your week, Winston? It's good. Just you know, got to uh, appreciate the start of football last night for Ooh. us. Round so, of applause. That was yeah. a good. That was a good. Uh, we'll get into the game later. But. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just <laughs> glad football's back. That made my week better. Knowing that football's back. Oh so, man, it did, dude. It felt good. Yeah, I was like Thursday night football, bro. Let's fucking go. NFL starting. Like I know that, like maybe that's weird for non-sports sports people. I think it's, but for sports people, like start of NFL, fucking that's huge. Yeah, the starting week, dude. I, I turned to Holly and I was like, man, we're it's here again. <laughs> it's here again. It's the best time of year. Yeah, and it, they started it with a great game. Absolutely, that was like low key the Super Bowl we all deserved. Mm-hmm. Let's not break it down yet, though. How was your week? What'd you do? Um, my week was chill. Nothing major. I mean few bumps in the road but you helped me out so we're hey good. let's go but uh i mean same thing like winston like sports like when i woke up on thursday like i've never really had the like the christmas experience because i never was raised like you know i was raised jewish but that being said that's probably the closest i can get to the feeling of waking up on christmas yeah. morning <laughs> knowing that there's a like game that. it's like it's like imagine like i like wearing nice shoes get a new pair of shoes you're, you have like an emotional high that whole next day because you're gonna wake up and you're like yeah i'm gonna wear them bitches like that was that for me. Mm. Like I had a present at the end of my work shift, end of my work week, uh, an amazing game. Super happy about it. Football's back. Um, MMA's been here. You know what I'm saying? Like when football, basketball, and MMA are firing all cylinders, I can't ask for much more. Right? Ugh. Hell yeah. So this is kind of off topic, but when is What's like up? MMA's hot hot season? Like when is like MMA firing all on all time, cylinders? Like all um, okay, so this, I say the summer, but it, th- there's two things that drive the summer. Is one they want to have the bigger cards in the summer because and bigger, international fight weeks in the those summer. are huge. Okay. But um, as random as it sounds, is those big number fight cards like fight cards like that are divisible by a hundred. Mm. Like <clears throat> UFC 200 was in like I don't remember the exact month. It was like November or some shit. UFC 300 is going to be crazy. Yeah, exactly. So like to it. big okay. number UFC events, those ones are like, they aim to make the biggest lineups as often as possible, but they do like six month segments where they'll do like this big press conference with all the fights that they've announced. And you'll get a good feel like at the beginning of those six month segments of like, these are going to be the ones that they want to hit. And like, gotcha. like you said, summertime, that's huge. Yeah. So do you guys think it's summertime because football and basketball aren't as like basketball is essentially done in like June. I would say, yeah. And then <laughs> NFL is done in fucking February. 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that probably takes a lot of their some of their viewers away. Probably that has to equate to it. That has so. to be a good part of it. Yeah, they're they're really cognizant of stuff like that. Like any viewership getting taken away from their events, they usually stray away from either those time frames for their event or the day altogether. Yeah. So you know, because I mean Saturday nights. I mean for ESPN, that's a busy night for them because they so, got college football and shit mm-hmm. like and MMA. Like that's a lot of it's a lot. But I mean. They can take that on because UFC so big now, but I think if, if they they still won't take on Floyd. Like Floyd Mayweather, if he's fighting, they do not usually do not have a card on his fights. I could be wrong, but okay. usually he they they don't go head to head with like a big, big boxing. boxing fight like they, that. Like so a, they did one time. I forgot. I think it was a Canelo fight, ironically. And um Canelo fights Triple G really soon, we can mention that. But um Canelo, if I'm not mistaken, the UFC finished like or the canelo boxing bout knowingly withheld the main event boxing bout until the end of the ufc card in its entirety they tried to line that up as best they could so that the, the co-main event of boxing ended at the end of the main event for ufc didn't work mm. out that way they had like i want to say it was about a 15 ish minute pause got you so, so they're trying to account for that. Yeah, they wanted, like, boxing was accounting for UFC in that scenario. So the Anderson Silva and Jake Paul fight, we'll get into that later. But do you guys think that they're going to reschedule, like, some of their fights for that? I know it's coming up soon, right? October 29th. I don't think, no, because Dana doesn't set. give a shit about that. Yeah, he's not really so. competing so he'll with go novelty bouts. He'll go head to head. He doesn't give a shit. Will he? I don't know. That's the, pretty big uh, boxing Boxing it's match. huge. It's, it's one huge. of the best bi- boxing matches. So <laughs> it's Jake Paul's biggest. That, that's yeah, quite possibly going to be potentially will be the most tuned into mm-hmm. boxing bout of the year. Let's not get into that though. Let's get into this football, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we we had the Bills face the Rams last night, and oh, uh, oh my! <laughs> I mean, I told you guys before this. Like, I went and took a shower at the, before, like before the end of the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a beating. The Bills beat out the Rams, thirty-one to ten, bad. and uh, it was bad. I mean, if you guys go look at the highlights, I mean, Josh Allen. I remember at one point he was twenty for twenty. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, and the, then I don't the, know what that ended at, but the beginning here, of the game. I'll look at it. The beginning of the game was good, mm-hmm. um, and then towards the end, Buffalo obviously pulled away. But there was tons of turnovers, bro. It was not. I was just was about sloppy. to state that. It was sloppy, it was a sloppy game. Josh Allen hitting 297 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I mean, if we hit. Oops. Wrong, wrong. He played man. really well. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. For me, that was like. He did play well. Josh Allen's probably the best quarterback in the game. I mean, I don't. It's hard for yeah. me to dispute. Yeah, I mean, he's putting up yards, almost 300 yards. I mean, <clears throat> what was nice is I put a parlay for that game. Um, I parlayed up Cooper Cup to make one touchdown, and then I parlayed uh, that up with Josh Allen to throw two touchdowns. Nice. I mentioned e- when he Easy that. plus yeah. 175. An easy plus 175 catch. Um, I mean. Did you see that Cooper Cup catch? Yeah, dude. That shit was lit, that bro. That shit was tap. lit. Beep, beep, beep. Dude. One, two, like three. Like a ballerina out yeah, here, bro. Dude, he's crazy. He's crazy. Even the commentator was like, he got three in? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and he was like, of course he did. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, it's crazy. Uh, someone else that didn't do too, too well, Matthew Stafford, uh, mm-hmm. also a guy on my bench for uh, my oh. fantasy league, uh, doing one touchdown, three interceptions against the Bills. Now, I, I'm, not, I'm not too crazy about it, <laughs> but I'm not too sad about it, too, because... I mean, this is this is the Bills. This is the best defense, the in, the best defense in the league. It's true. I think Matthew Stafford's going to get a talking to after after that week. I mean, he played shitty. He played very shitty. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I hopefully he bounces back. I mean, he's on my bench for right now. Yeah. 
I got good old Joe Burrow, so we'll see what he does. Um, dude, the defense for the Bills was great. Dude, Von Miller, fucking, he's killing it, I'm bro. I'm happy for dude, him. Dude, happy as fuck. Good for as Von a, Miller. Yeah, but as dude, a Denver Bronco, as man. a Denver Bronco, I'm also scared as fuck yeah, about I'm that like, defense, bro. If we're trying to go to the Super Bowl, we're probably gonna have to run against that, bro. I don't know about how. Hey, I, I, I can, don't know if we're getting past that defense. I, boys. I can tell oh you from God. experience that I don't even remember what it's like to lose to that guy. So, Von Miller. This guy. Damn, this guy's. Mm-hmm. Right, bro. When Russell Wilson drops 300 on your head, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we'll we'll this is the scenario I imagine. Patty. Hold on, this is the imagine I, I, like, this is what I imagine. Like, Russell Wilson drops back seven seconds left on the clock. Homie goes, throws a deep. Jerry Judy, 65 yard touchdown. Final score Broncos 7, Chiefs 48. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, definitely bro. not. I don't know if y'all can score 48 so. points. You know, this isn't <laughs> last year, right? Yeah. This y'all, is going to be a different game. Y'all are going to be, be dinking and dunking. You don't have Tyreek. Everybody's figured out Patty Mahomes now. Uh, I don't know about that. Let's not get crazy. Patty Mahomes now. D- don't don't get, I said that don't get him. Dave. Yeah, I know. Get, I did it for him. Don't, don't let him do it. It for you he's gonna be like patty mahomes get him on something else dude got you got you <laughs> i did that one for you but uh <laughs> let's talk about these upcoming games man so uh sunday we don't have any money games do we no yeah oh, yeah we do broncos play i'm tripping I, I forgot to hit more games on my ipad like a silly man all right so let's just go over the games first off and then we'll talk about the ones we want to talk about so we got the 49ers taking on the bills on sunday 11 a.m uh bills uh, the Bears. Bears. Okay, 49ers okay. versus the Bears. Sorry. Uh, on Sunday, which is also 9-11, just so yeah. you guys know. 9-11 uh, su- uh, Sunday football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's kind of like, it kind of takes the lust out of it, doesn't it? No. No, no I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, I don't know. It did happen 11 years ago, though. Wow. Which is crazy. It's hard to believe. I was yeah. in second grade. 9-11? Yeah. Yeah, I was no. It was yeah. My 20. bad. I thought it was twenty eleven. My bad. I'm all. Oh, I hate you, bro. Dude, Winston's oh the worst, dude. I was like, <laughs> that didn't even make sense. What uh, I just yeah. said. I said I was in second grade just now, bro. You made me look so stupid. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, <laughs> something's not right. That was, was eleven like, years that's ago. What I said was it. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, yo, can we delete that? Yeah, yeah. I try. think we're gonna delete that part. All right, all right. <laughs> No, we're I'm not. All high. We're definitely not deleting that. That's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> damn, I'm all fucking. So 11 years ago, I'm. <laughs> I would have been 17 you in second grade. Put the blame on me, bro. I'll be Akon. <laughs> Akon. Okay. <laughs> Young Jesus. All right. Uh, <laughs> 49ers taking on the Bears on Sunday, 11 a.m. Same time. Patriots. Dolphins. Same time. Colts. Texans. Same time. Ravens. Jets. And then at 225, we got the Packers and Vikings. And uh, wait, oh, I you, wish you it was sk- set at home. You skipped a couple. Well, I'm going down the line. Uh-huh. I'm go- and then I'm going to go back up. And I wasn't like reading like that. We're good. Like, My bad. It's all good. Yeah, thanks, thus, Dave. The, thus far. Raiders but... are taking on the Chargers at 225. That should be a good game. That should be a good game. Buccaneers taking on the Cowboys, 620 p.m. I think the Buccaneers are going to shit on the Cowboys. I agree. I, I agree. Think they're going to shit. The cow- on them. Uh, I have Dak though. We need Dak to to put up some yards for us. I have okay. Dak on my team too, on my fantasy team. But he needs to I, put up some yards. I put in Winston, bro. I put in Winston because your name is Winston. But dude, but dude, the Cowboys' offensive line is out. Like not the whole one, but the start left tackle. 
Like, the Bucks have a good defense. Okay, well, listen. All I have is Dak Prescott. Okay, so that's what we're running with. I need him to do good. There's no good <laughs> QBs on the free agent wire? No. I mean, I picked up... Uh, and then I'm talking about, so I'm in three leagues. This is just one of oh, the leagues. Oh, fuck. You're in three? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, annoying. It's, it's annoying. Um, <laughs> one of the leagues I have Dak Prescott and Mac Jones. That's it. I got to mm. run Dak. I'm not going to put in Mac fucking Jones. Yeah, dude. Mac Jones is Jesus. All right. Risky. Going over these games still. Eagles, Lions, 11 a.m. Same time. Steelers, Bengals. Browns, Panthers. We got the Saints, Falcons. Jaguars, Commanders, weird to say. Mm-hmm, Very weird yeah. to say. Feels wrong. Yeah. It's I don't like, like it. I'm not, never going to like the name. Um, <laughs> Giants taking on the Titans at 2.25 p.m. Then we have, and this is Mountain Time, just so you guys know. Sorry. <laughs> and then the Chiefs uh, are going to lose to the Cardinals at 2.25 p.m. <laughs> that should be a good game. And then the Broncos, uh, Russell Wilson's going to be throwing all over his old team, the Seahawks, at 6.15 p.m. Dude, a crazy bet. I saw the Seahawks minus six six and a half. What do you mean? the spread. So basically, what does that the, mean? The Broncos have to beat them by seven. If the Broncos beat them by seven points or more, then you win your money. You win your bet. So basically, you're betting that the Broncos are going to beat the Seahawks for more than six and a half points. That's very doable. Yeah, that's crazy odds. I fucking put like 20 bucks on it, dude. Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. I'll see what it is, what it is now, but yeah. Yeah, pull up those lines now. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. That's one game to kind of break down a little bit. I what do you think about that, Dave? I think um, week one, there's two games, maybe three games that I'm that aren't the Chiefs that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, because I want to see what him and that new court. We that have new, to see. You got a new head coach. You got Russell Wilson. I'm, I want to see what it looks like. I got to play him twice a year, so I want to see. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I got all eyes on that. Um, we got to watch that divisional game. Got to watch the the Chargers and the Raiders. Watch if we get shit on if the Broncos, get shit on. Dave's just gonna be like. Ha! No, yeah. no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would, I don't, I kind of would too, I believe I'd in, be like, wow, I believe in karma, so like, I wouldn't, rather than shit on y'all, I would just hope that we win, I, I would, I'm not, you would definitely take a dig at this, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I know you, bro, you would definitely talk yo, shit, yo, clip this now, and then catch to Dave next week, he's like, what the fuck was that, I'd be pissed too, but, <laughs> would, all of us would be it, going off, if dude. I was a fan of another team, I would definitely make fun of the Broncos, because we're, so, like, we think we're Super Bowl contenders, right now, a dude, lot of people go. don't think we are, like, I don't think we're like second best team in the I think we're making the playoffs yeah for sure. we definitely, definitely should but our dude our fucking division stacks three dog. teams stacks. could make the playoffs in our division dude, like, yeah. everyone would be like I saw that coming yeah like right. bro we could go two and four in our division and that's like four losses right there you saying there. that what's the one team that's not making it to the playoffs go Ra- Raiders I, I mean my pick is the Raiders but you know they could still go know. too we they don't know last year. yeah they They'll, still can go they don't too. have like their offensive line is a question I think for New the Raiders coach. But that's it. Yeah, and a new coach in Josh McDaniels. But they have all the weapons to be successful. They do. Like, they have all the offense weapons. Yeah, they do. Josh, Josh McDaniels, pretty successful coach, too. Uh, not a head so? coach. Dude, no? for the Broncos, no? he shit the bed. Remember when he was the Broncos head coach? Oh, that was the Broncos. Okay, yeah. that's stupid. No, I mean, we went like 6-0. and oh. we went Is there six- another McDaniels? Am I fucking stupid? No, it's the same guy. That's the same guy. Okay. Yeah. I kind of thought it was. I thought he was better. He was offense. He's good at <laughs> God damn it. O- offense coordinator. I'm take that back for the pack. I got my foot in my mouth this episode. Yeah, he's a good. Uh, he's a good offense coordinator for the Patriots. But when he's head coach for the Broncos, he shit the bed. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was uh, decent. But yeah, <laughs> but so the bet. Well, is it's still, good. He's with the Raiders. I hope but, they lose. So basically, every AFC West division game I think this year is must see TV. Like mm. every matchup, no matter who it is, like. 
Raiders versus Chiefs, Raiders versus Broncos. Oh yeah, Chargers versus any. Of it's gonna these, be like, crazy. It's just gonna be a bloodbath. Like, yeah. If we very- lose to the Raiders this year, we dude. I'll I, be pissed. I, I'll be, I'm just saying. I already thought about it. New team. We have a new structure. We you still have a lose lot, to him. You got a lot of new going on. We got our asses kicked last year by him. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have Russell Wilson. I know. Now we do, and if we still lose to him, I'm, be, I'm pissed. I mean. Well, it just depends on how you lose. If you guys are playing your yeah, game and you're just getting outscored, you're if just getting outclassed. Yeah, if it's like a good game, I won't be mad. If it's a good the game. The Broncos had a spree, like a spree of you're beating right. themselves. Yeah, you're right. Like you're right. right. I, I got a splitting with everyone in the division. So going one and one against every divisional team. Mm. Now let's look at some. Uh, I want to pull up a few bets for uh, for football. Let's talk some bets a little bit. Let's pull up Just, some apps. So the Broncos let's are see, still. Let's, what's a, what's a good uh, what's a good uh, money line bet? Or maybe let's parlay up. Maybe or think about our parlay with this right, too. Because I, 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 uh, I wanted to make our parlay everything like. MMA, football, all that shit, because this is sport champ. So we let's mix, let's mix the bowl. So get get bowl. used to me saying like um, Mahomes over identify. like three hundred yards and bets like that. Props, like, you're gonna stuff be big like on props. that. That could be my weekly. I, say, I like that though. Props. I mean, you're now that's money not what I'm way. doing this week. That was just an example. And then once basketball's so back, we, oh, we have a lot of favorites this week. Oh, another? It would be good to parlay a few of these up. Like we have, a, we have a Ravens at uh, minus two eighty. We have a Colts at minus three fifteen. Before, well, before I would bet on the Ravens, I would want to be certain the whole Lamar scenario. Is he? The, the, they said they had to come up with something by Wednesday. He had a, nego- he had a negotiation deadline that was sometime today, and he said if they don't finish or if they don't come to an agreement, there's no more negotiations for this year. And we don't exactly know what his intentions are. I doubt Lamar's the type of guy who would sit out. I think he's a competitor and he wants mm. to go get the bag in the form of playing. But if he doesn't feel like he might take the gesture of them not making him the highest paid dude with probably the biggest guarantees ever because that's what he wants, he could take that personally. And then he's like, I don't want to play for you because you don't want to do that. Like, think about it. Like, there's – you. what was that Lamar rumor we heard about? He might go to Miami. So there was a um, – apparently there was a picture of Lamar photoshopped into a Miami uni on, like, Instagram or Twitter, and homie liked it. Yeah, so that, Lamar does, Jackson liked it. Does that so mean – He wants to go to Miami pretty much. Yikes. That's a possibility. But, I mean, he, he's – at that point, you're playing hardball. Like you're being like to the Ravens. That's a negotiation. Mm-hmm. Your a social media it's a tactic, exactly. Man. And dude, this is if you think about it, if he's gonna hold out, this is the best way to fuck that team over. Like, cause if you if you hold out early, then you're letting them get a backup. If you wait till the last minute, you're fucking your team hard. Yeah. But like, if you're trying to get a get the bag, he's playing for like five million dollars this year, bro. He ain't playing for shit. He's mm. worth way more than five million dollars. And with his play style, his body that is, isn't shit. Exactly, he's getting that a lot of wear shit. and tear. Five million. Think so, about shit. Sorry. Think of just, Kyler Murray. Like, I think. I mean, I would rather have Kyler Murray on my team personally than Lamar. Not for any personal reasons, just for play style reasons. But that being said, like Lamar deserves more money because he's a better athlete. Like, I think Kyler Murray a, has a, maybe a better instinct with his arm, but I think Kyler's not as fast. It's yeah. not as elusive. And so, and on top of that, the dependency that his body has to go through, he has running back miles on him now. Yeah. He's a quarterback. Well, and we saw what happened to RG3. RG3 was lit, and then he got hurt and was never the same. Like, and so that could happen to Lamar, bro. And I don't want to see that happen to Lamar. Lamar deserves to get fucking paid, bro. I'm scared. He should get paid. Not the highest in the league because he's not the best quarterback in the league. But he's good. He's good, though. That's just the market. Yeah, he's good, bro. 
And I don't blame the Ravens for not signing him because he is a mobile quarterback, and we could see what happened to RG3 happen to Lamar. We could see that. could see it. They're the but, same fucking thing. Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah. Like, Lamar never won an MVP, but... Or, uh, yeah, RG3, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, well, they both won New Heisman's. Yeah. Yeah, but not MVP. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Um, do you, you want to shoot out a bet for this week for an NFL? Um, Just I mean, to shoot out one? Definitely we'll, the Broncos we'll think of the parlay one. later. Definitely the Broncos one. What did you get on that? Uh, it's still minus six fifty for, for what? What six is and it? A half what is it for the spread? Minus six and a half spread. Yeah, so the Broncos need to win by seven minus or more. Minus one ten. That's points. a good. That is a good. Yeah, you essentially double your money. So I bet twenty bucks on this before to win eighteen dollars and eighteen cents. Ooh, Winston, should I join you with this bet, dude? I mean, if you think about it, bro. The, I'm joining you with this one, buddy. The only way the Broncos don't win by seven points is if they win by three points or four points, which is not a touchdown. I don't think this is going to be a last drive game. I don't think it's going to be a close game. Me neither. I don't and think so, so like, un- unless it's a garbage time touchdown by Seattle on the Broncos, then I don't see the points being less. The Broncos winning le- winning by less than seven points. Yeah, same. Mm. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see, see Seattle getting the ball, moving the ball successfully like this year, and the Broncos' defense is not a defense that, even when complacent, is going to allow garbage. Should I put ten bucks on it with you, dude? I put I put twenty on it earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put some more I'm money on, on it. Honestly, with, oh my VPN's on. Because, dude, <laughs> Seattle probably there went. The, they're okay, probably well, I can't do it the, till later. So, pro- <clears throat> probably the worst uh, team in the league. I mean, the Texans, I think, are better than Seattle. Or Detroit. You think so? Or Detroit. Yeah, I think Detroit's better. They got Jared Goff. I mean, I know he's they not great, Jared but Goff. like... DeAndre Swift. DeAndre East. Swift, yeah. The Seahawks have Geno Smith and Drew Locke. And DK. That's, they have Lockett. Well, no, I'm talking quarterbacks. I'm I know, talking I know, total. I know, I know. Like you but got I'm just good, trying to help. you got good wide I'm receivers. Trying to help, dude. But when you go from Russ to these guys, it's like, it's just like night and day. It's hard to be a it's good wide receiver when you have a bad quarterback. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So, so I Yikes. think Seattle's probably the worst team in the league. I kind of agree. Yeah, and I don't normally bet that much money, so the fact that I'm putting twenty dollars on it and probably will put more means that we it's, should I'm very let's put confident. money on it, dude. Let's uh, yo, let's put the house on it. You trying to put the house? I'm on not it? trying to put the house. Okay, but okay. twenty bucks is like a lot for me. I, I mean, that's I a make lot small for you. bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I make small bets too, but payoff bets. Um. That's nice. Okay. I like that. Uh, one, uh, one I wanted to kind of state and maybe talk about, too. We have Russ at a minus 110 for both under and over 250 yards. Okay. Um, that's a mm, that's a tough one because if it is a blowout. 115, minus 115. Sorry. Okay. Because if it's a blowout, they're going to run the ball. Nah, you're right. So and if they run the ball efficiently, they're going to run the ball more. Exactly. If, yeah. if they start off with running the ball and then just continue to run the ball and don't even have to pass, then... Why would they? Exactly. But that makes sense. I don't think it's going to be that easy. I think they're going to have to throw they're it. They're going to have to throw it. Yeah, Everybody but, wants to see Russ throw. Yeah, but Russ... Russ, they're worried about winning. They're know, not. That, no, it's they in care. Seattle, bro. Care. The fans oh, are going to be hype. They're in Seattle. It, the, Whoa. the fans are going to be hype, bro. This is going to be a crazy game. Yeah, so they're going to be loud. There's a lot of narrative games in week one that, like, of course the NFL like would do this. But, like, there's that. We got Baker with his revenge game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, This is kind of a weird one. 
Joe Flacco is playing against Baltimore. Oh, starting shit. Starting for the Jets. Yeah. For four I'm, weeks. Wow. For, he's out. Uh, Zach Wilson's out in um, at least four weeks, they said. Really? Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Got the receipt, dude. I'm on it with you. Nice. Ten yep. bucks? Well, I put ten bucks on it. I'll probably, we'll talk about it more. I might nice. put a little more later on. No, but that's crazy, dude. So there's a lot that's of, a like, there's a lot of narrative games week one that have, like, important stakes because of, like, people departing and stuff. Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I, I don't I think the Jets are very good though. No, Jets even with even good. with Zach Wilson, I don't think they're he's very hurt, good. isn't he? Yeah. Did yeah. he get hurt? Yeah, yeah he's so hurt. they have Joe Flacco going against Baltimore. Yeah. So like they, but they could Joe win that. Joe Flacco, dude. We even we seen what happened with if Joe Brees Flacco. If Brees Hall goes dude. the fuck off, they could win that. Dude, well, like in the NFL, anything can fucking happen. Like our, the Jets yeah. last year won with like that Matt White guy. Oh yeah! Remember he came out of fucking nowhere. They put his jersey in like their Hall of Fame because it was the best starting Jets quarterback, whatever. And then he just never played again because <laughs> yeah. he wasn't good enough. Yeah, I mean he played like another game and did terrible. Yeah, he went like five touchdowns and no like no incompletions mm. his first game. That or shit some was shit. fire. All right, let's talk about another game this week that's pretty hot. Chiefs you Arizona. Chiefs Arizona. You want to talk about it? What do you think? I'm just curious to see what I think that this is going to be a transition year for the Mahomes offense because we don't have Tyreek. That being said, I think we're going to have more receptions this year. He's, he might have more receptions this year than any year he's ever quarterbacked because he has to spread the ball. We're not going to get those 35-yard-plus touchdown passes over the top like we used to. Mm-hmm. We're still going to because like, if you think about it, MVS, he's not – an every down reek capable player, but in certain scenarios where his job is to just run a streak route and go straight, he's one of the fastest dudes in the league. So he's going to take the top off. And when he takes the top off, safeties are going to have to respect that. Corners are going to chase that. And then like Kelsey going to get his, but what do you think Kelsey going to get his? Kelsey's definitely going to get his. He's going to get his because I mean, he's on my team. <laughs> team. He's getting his. He's like Cooper cup, bro. Like he is he, guaranteed points. Exactly. Guaranteed PPR. Like and got like twenty eight points last night. You he's just so good. You can't stop him. Yeah, so good. and it's because it's <clears throat> it's between his between the ears, man. He's got such good instinct. He played quarterback briefly in college, so he knows what the quarterback's looking for and what he wants. And like he's not like Kelsey is one of the best wide receivers of all time. Not in the wide receiver slot. Like I think he's the second best tight end of all time behind Tony G, of course. But Tony G did things that no other tight end could do. Tony G was like throw it to the red zone, he'll find it. But like. Like Kelsey, he will go get you a forty-five yard like wide receiver esque play on fourth down on like shit like that. Like if you look at the thirteen second miracle that he said to Mahomes, he's like, "Yo, they're they're leaving me out in the in the middle. They're leaving me out in the middle." And then like uh, Mahomes called an audible. He goes, "Kelsey, do it! Kelsey, do it!" And Kelsey runs straight, turns around, catches the ball. We go on to beat the fucking the Bills and then lose to the Bengals, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> and lose to the Bengals, whatever. But the thing is, is moments like that in those play, like in that moment, like that's the biggest stage shy of the Super Bowl itself or the AFC Championship itself. And homie delivered, not only did deliver, that was all improv. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's why it's be- it's between his eyes. He's just reading. He's so intelligent. Like, so reeling back to Chiefs Cardinals, you don't think the Cardinals defense is anything for Chiefs or what? I think the, uh, the, the Cardinals defense is good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, they have um, Buda Baker. They have a lot of good pieces. I think Chiefs are a they big have, favorite. Um, who's that dude from um, Clemson that they drafted? Isaiah, uh, something? Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, that dude's a beast. He's really athletic, but. And then we have the Cardinals sitting at a plus 200 underdog. So I don't. That's not crazy. It's in Arizona, this game. The spread's for Chiefs sitting at 110. Well, I just want to. I want to see. good spread pick, too. I just want to see what we do. It's about the points. It is about the points, yeah. It's all about the points. Because the spread is almost always minus 110. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay. like the coin flip spread. Yeah. It's basically they need to win or lose by this much. Six minus six. Yeah. So yeah. that's the Chiefs would have to win by six points. I, I think I it's going to be a that. good game. Chiefs should win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Our defense got better. Yeah. But defense did get you, guys, better. you guys could lose. And, yeah. So, so would you say an Arizona Cardinals pickup on Moneyline plus 200? Not a bad pickup? Cardinals or Chiefs? The Cardinals plus two hundred. I I wouldn't pick that up. I wouldn't pick it up either. Yeah, I wouldn't pick. I just I just had to ask. All right. So, uh, do you have any other notable game this this week, or should we go on to maybe some dark horses for this uh, season? I want to see how Matt Ryan looks for the Colts. Yeah. So we got the Colts taking on on the Texans. Yes, you are. I'm interested to see what what happened in the off season. Like Trevor Lawrence, is he gonna is he gonna take that next step? Yep. Because he was trash last year. He's trash. Like what's he gonna do? Like what are the Texans gonna do? I think the Texans might be decent, bro. They got a With decent who? they uh D- David Mills for uh, he's was the rookie last year from Stanford. He's pretty good. He is pretty good. He's pretty good. Hmm. I don't know. He did well last year on a know. shitty team. But um so they might be good, uh hmm. in my opinion. I think Detroit's gonna turn a corner. I, Detroit, I think they see Detroit, Detroit is, coming up, dude. They're too. I think they're too talented to re, that their record doesn't reflect what they did last year. And they lost so many one possession games. They got so what? fucked last year. They got fucked, and they got fucked at the beginning of the year. When you're a shitty franchise and you already fuck up, you basically are in tank mode after that. Like Josh, that was here last week. He wanted the Broncos to tank, like for the past three years to get a good quarterback. Yeah, draft and, one or get like ex- now you got Russ exactly. And so when you do shitty at the beginning. Then your team's in tank mode. It's just unfortunate. Oof, That's the way it is. We got rest for such a long time now. Yeah. Wow. What do we? I hope we do something with it, man. Yeah. I really. He hope will we take do. all to the playoffs. I guarantee it. Oh, so that sure. and maybe saying that, that that's going to be my dark horse. I think the Broncos are the dark horse right now. Think so. The the question mark dark horses. We're it's a big question mark on. We're us. underdogs, bro. To win the we're Super underdogs. Bowl, we're like plus seventeen hundred to win the Super Bowl, bro. Not a bad pickup. Not a bad pickup. If you're not a Bronco a fan, throw five bucks on that bitch, dude. Yeah, just saying, not a bad pickup. Yeah. Uh, who's your dark horse though? Give us a dark horse of this uh, season. I think AFC, NFC, it doesn't matter. I think the Colts will be will be good. I think mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is a veteran, and I think he'll make it work. Mm. Um, other than the Colts, I don't know. I'm just really interested. I think the Texans might be good, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah. I think the Colts could be, like, legitimate content- contenders, potentially. Because their defense, stacked. Mm. Defense is stacked. stacked and up. they're in a not good division. They're in, a, in the division with Jacksonville, uh, Titans, and... Uh, Fucking Houston. So definitely the division leaders. Exactly. <laughs> like Titans don't have uh, AJ Brown. I think that offense is going to struggle. They're going to be running the ball with Henry. And Henry's going to be working hard. Yeah, he's, he's on my team. Yeah, he's on my one of my teams. He's going to get really good work, but um, it's going to be hard for the offense to be successful. Who's your dark horse um, this oh, year? So uh, I don't think that this team is going to take a next step the step necessary to be a dark horse for super bowl contender but i think that this team is a dark horse that's gonna potentially win a playoff game if maybe even an upset depending on who they're lined up against but i think the eagles they drafted well jalen hurts has a lot of potential he's they have, good man. their their receiver room is so young you know what i'm saying yep. they got you got aj brown Devonte smith like you got two heisman trophy you got a heisman trophy quarterback heisman trophy wide receiver Fucking AJ Brown's a thousand yard receiver every year. Yeah, like um, their their um, their tight end is Goddard. He's, he's Jalen Hurts he, can run that bitch too. He's yeah. mobile. They have like 
Um, a pretty decent O line. Like I don't know too many notable names other than like center Jason Kelsey. Yep. They got Lane Johnson too. Lane. I think the Eagles are going to be really good. That's They're a really good. good pick. That's what I was about really to say, man. That's a great pick because I won the Super Bowl on my fantasy league last year with Jalen Hurts. Yep. And I had he Kyler. Did great last year. I'm actually really sad I didn't get him this year. Um, that's great. I like that. I like all those picks. Uh, anything else on football, man? Should we just go to football news, huh? Go to a little good. newsy doozy. Yeah, that was great. Okay. That was good. On, that was a good little football talk. Maybe we'll talk about it again here in a little bit. But one little piece of news that I found. Uh, speaking about football, this doesn't has nothing to do with the sport, but maybe the old players. Uh, we got Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell finally showing off some hands for their. Uh, their uh, fight that they're going to have. Yep. You Did you guys see the clip yet? I haven't watched it. I wanted to kind of keep it I, a natural reaction. I see. Watch it. Y- y- y'all got to watch it. Go ahead and explain uh, a little bit about it while I pull this up. I mean, there's not really much to entail. It's a it's a sparring footage between Adrian Peterson and then I don't know who his sparring partner was. I didn't really read that far into it. Open those up on your phone too, just so you can see it and we can talk about it. But um, it's just it's a moment where Adrian Peterson not only did he show a lot of like his athletic ability, which we all know he he's a beast for having, but he like showed he's got hands. He showed he's got some fluidity. It's Uh-oh. it's easy to look good training. Let that be said. But um, I honestly think we're in for like a good bout mm. after really? watching that. Nice. I'm surprised you said that. Well, I just I'm su- okay. I'm waiting for this ad. Okay, we all, here we go. Have you seen the Frank Gore knockout highlights when he boxed? Yes, that was actually impressive. I, th- I think I think Adrian Peterson is more athletic than, than Frank Gore, so I anticipate but a more athletic. So who's his first? Of, is it? It's I don't know who the person is. I think Adrian Peterson's first. You'll know. I only watched the Adrian Peterson footage. You'll know who's who when they're they're sparring. And who's that? That's Adrian, right? That's not the, the sparring with, footage that I had seen. The guy with the shirt off. I think that's Peterson, the dude. Beanie? I can't. I mean, he's facing away from the camera. I mean, those hands don't look bad. They don't look bad. I mean. There we go. Oh, turn it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, it looks like Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was Peterson. Uh, fuck. I, I mean, know. his hands don't look bad. No, it looks like Le'Veon Bell. Is that Le'Veon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah the second guy's Peterson. You can definitely tell the difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Bell. Looks okay, I guess. Like, yeah, I, really I want to see what I'm who has at. the better hands. Who has better hands is what the, the, why I even put this up here. Yeah, I mean, Adrian Peterson, I think, is winning. I think he's just more athletic. His hands are slow. Uh, I mean, you can't, it's kind of hard. You can't really tell. It's hard to tell. And I think Adrian Peterson is just... Um, I mean, I'm used to watching UFC fighters hit the mitts, so like yeah. seeing this, I'm like... I think Adrian Peterson is more of like a, a crazy... At, like, you know when people have like that killer mentality, you're like, yeah. damn, this dude could literally kill me. <laughs> I get that vibe from Adrian Peterson. I don't know. The hands I'm seeing, though, I don't get the vibe. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting here watching him hit these bags, and I'm not getting that I just vibe. think his I'm instincts, trying to find the footage I've seen. I think his instincts are going to come out. And, you think uh, so? And just and throw in? I think Adrian Peterson is going to fuck him up. Yeah? Le'Veon Bell is kind of... No, he's not a bitch, but like... I don't know. I like it, dude. Who? So you? Uh, he gave him Adrian Peterson had the better hands. Who you got? Who had the better hands to you? Adrian Peterson, for sure. I I'm just trying to find agree. the footage I, kind I was, of agree. I was like, referencing. Le'Veon's just like... It just seems too soft with it. I think low-key on that same card. It's, it's, that's why I'm referencing it. Um, I think Swaggy P might get fucked up by Blueface. Uh, blue face pulled out. Oh, well, nah. yep. scratch that comment. Why? 
Yeah, I mean, Why? probably from footy from his lady. Yeah, sparring. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> Who knows? He pulled out though. Yeah, so uh, Blueface not fighting anymore. They're looking for a replacement. That probably That's won't whack. happen that fast. <sighs> Crazy, right? Crazy. Uh, more on this sports news though. Uh, how about we? Uh, I don't know. I don't really. Let's. let's I'm going to skip one of these, but let's go to. Let's go to. Uh, did you see the BKFC this last weekend? Mm-mm. Did you see the BKFC this last weekend? I saw the um the, <laughs> the ending. So uh, over this last weekend, we had a great BKFC card. Uh, they were in Thailand. Yep. We had fighter Ty Emery knocking out. Uh, I forget who she was fighting. Knocking out the lady she was fighting. After to celebrate her win, boom, pulling titties out. Yeah, she jumped, jumped up on, on the, the rings. Titty out, dude. Titties out. Oh yeah. And uh, you could kind of see it. Like there was side boob. Like you seen the side boob, fire yeah. side boob. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's um, I've never seen a fight celebration like this. The commentator even said, "Never seen this before in my life." Um, we have breaking news that just happened. Oh my god, this is MMA. Hold Sorry. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So continue though. Continue the titty. Oh, so this is one thing that was kind of funny. So she um was on some podcast or something recently and she said yeah i um when i was in covid and i couldn't spar and i couldn't train i had to earn some money so she's like i made an only fan so i could try to like earn just like earn some rent money and she's like i kind of forgot about it and she's like after that that fight where she pulled her tits out she said she had like over a hundred thousand new only fan subscribers nice yeah good for her yeah so she was like oh my god i didn't think that that would have that reaction but yeah if you look her up she's a little baddie too damn i bet a lot of chicks are gonna do that start doing that now i'm not mad at it Made a lot. I'm not mad at it, he says. Yeah, I mean, is there any legal, like, repercussions? If the promotion isn't okay with it, but, like, OnlyFans sponsors BKFC fights. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, on the Dude, ring apron. What if they had ring girls, but they were naked? Why don't they do that? Um, I have no... And they could I be have, OnlyFans models. I have no logical response that could suggest why that can't be. Yeah. Hmm. Well, BKFC, hit me up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not to do it. Introducing well, the new creator. What's crazy yeah. about all of that? Uh, she she said uh, sixty. Her OnlyFans went up by six thousand one hundred and fifty percent after that. Yeah, she got yeah. a. I, I exaggerated paid. when I said a number. Paid. Paid. Nice. She got paid from that, dude. Paid. Still, Winston, I'm sending you this article. That, send the article. We're gonna talk about. So this we're in gonna one no sec. no hold on. Don't send it to him yet. We gotta let's talk about it. Okay, so. One more thing before we talk about that, because that's huge. <clears throat> Big breaking news uh, in the MMA world. Um, live right here on Sport Champs, even though we're not live. <laughs> <laughs> AEW superstars. So we're actually going to talk about pro wrestling for the first time on here. Oh, um, yeah. AEW superstars getting a giant brawl in the back. I heard so, about it. CM Punk went out for their press conference, started talking shit. If you guys know CM Punk, CM Punk is one of the wrestlers uh, for that works for AEW, used to work for WWE, did have a few fights in the UFC. They were terrible. Dude got his ass kicked most of the time. He's got to be old, bro. He's he old is. now. He is. Was talking shit at the press conference about a guy named Kenny Omega and uh, by the guy named Kenny Omega and uh, the Young Bucks. And that's two other dudes, two brothers, Matt and uh, I forget the other homie's name. Um, but he, they're, they're brothers and they're homies with Kenny Omega. They literally rushed CM Punk's room, broke in that bitch, and started fighting. Uh, it said they fought for like four minutes straight, like straight. Just fuck, no one could pull them off from like ever. It just kept going, like it was just a giant mess. 
Um, and yeah, like I just wanted to state that because do you think that actually wild. happened or do you it, think yes. that? Was, now this, it, this is not a they real. got suspended. Yeah, this isn't all, a real. all of them are suspended. CM, uh, CM Punk vacated his title and it's probably isn't going to be with the organization again. Um, it's yeah, real shit. They got in a real fight. Oh. That's what happens when steroids fucking like. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding. But like, I just thought it was crazy. I mean, so dark coming to an crazy epi- shit coming to an episode of Dark Side of the Ring near you. Yeah, yeah, on seriously, Vice. on Vice, dude. They went in. They were fighting. Dude, um, um, I don't know. I really don't know any other news other than you, that. Are you familiar with um, the Jim Cornette podcast? No. Okay. Well, it's good. Rather than trying to explain it, he's an old like he's so heavily involved in the wrestling game that it, you'd have to just watch about him. He was been in every dark side of the ring. He's been interviewed in them. He has a podcast where he just kind of reviews modern wrestling and um his review of that incident is like the po- I haven't watched it yet or heard, listened to it yet. It's only audio. It's like 3 hours long. Mm. So, he's got a lot to say. He's a very co- uh, colorful former commentator. You've definitely heard of him if you're a wrestling fan. I highly recommend the Jim Cornette podcast. I can't remember what it's called, but <laughs> You should check it out too. I should check it. Out. This shit is like very rare that something that you would assume is a, like a rib that they would have written is actually real, and everyone gets real world consequences in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like normally, this shit's written. This shit ain't written at all. Should, yeah, these like, are fist fights. <laughs> they they were going. They get pissed at each other. They really fight. And apparently, CM Punk got jumped. Like <laughs> he was probably talking that. shit. He was talking shit. He thinks dude. he's better than everybody. He he was, and that's what he was saying at the press conference. He was literally going off script and like going in on these motherfuckers. Like, we get so your, they were like, and so like, like in this Kenny Omega and these two brothers are executive producers of this fucking yeah. You organization. can't you can't do that. So they walked. They beat his ass. I guess I don't know, dude. They're all suspended. The owner's pissed. Like Tony Khan, yeah, Tony Khan's pissed. Like I don't really, I'm not too in tune with the AEW news, but I do know that shit happened, and I wanted to bring it up because you know you don't really hear about it too too much. You don't hear about it too too much. Uh, one thing I did want to state again: we had John Daly throwing a pristine fastball at the ceremonial for first pitch. Nice. We got the old man doing it himself. Did you guys watch this clip? I did not. No. Was I'm it like a it heater? Real quick. Let's see. I kind of want. I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm keeping it new. It probably wasn't a Let's heater. Let's see how it is. Let's see how it is. That shit was better than a lot that I've seen. Not that much of a heater, but that was pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. Yo, press play on that, Mr. Dave. John Daly did the damn thing. If, if I could, like, pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not nothing to go right home about. I guess I don't know why I put him. I mean, he's on like here. sixty, right? He's, for a six-year-old man, pretty impressive. Conor McGregor threw it like shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, they don't grow up playing baseball though. Yeah, you're in right. like you're Ireland. Right. This guy golf, dude. Like, drinks all day. That was impressive, right? Dude, he fucking <laughs> swung that shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dave wasn't impressed at all. Dave, you weren't impressed. He didn't I was just react. waiting. I was waiting for you guys to finish talking. Oh, okay, sorry. He hit that bitch right in the glove. <laughs> he did. Dude. That was good, dude. That was. I'm so really impressed. It, I'm jealous. That's why I put it up here, dude. So, so sport champ. Yeah. John Daly. Think of how lit, like, 4th of July is if he's your uncle. Dude. <laughs> Bro, he's the guy handing you all the Roman candles. You're, like, six years old. Like, John Daly <laughs> is definitely a national treasure. Can we get this man his own Arnold Palmer equivalent beverage? Coming oh, from a semi-pro golfer over fuck? here. I, dude, that needs to be fucking... I need a daily right now. What do you always drink? What do you always Arnold, drink? Arnold Palmer? Uh, the Buzz Teas? Uh, yeah, or, but the uh, Twisted Teas. Twisted Teas. Make a Twisted Tea John Daly, bro. 
The John Daly tea? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And it's Twisted Tea, but it's Damn. John Daly. We just John got Daly. somebody paid. We just got somebody paid. Hit John us up. Daly. Hit Bro. us up. For Dude. Christmas, you can be Santa. It'll be I lit. I guarantee we Dude. would just be one of those, another one of those kids to walk up to John Daly and be like, yo, we have a fire idea. And Hold on. Get the fuck away from yeah. we, have, <laughs> we have a podcast and marketing degrees. We're not just somebody. Well, the only one that could get to John Daly is this fool. Maybe. Winston. I mean, Dude, if there's two golfers I could chill with, it'd be Tiger Woods, John Daly. Dude, John Daly's lit. I hear Tiger Woods is cool as fuck too, man. Yeah, I've just because he's I've the... heard go- golfing stories like he's down. He brings the bottle. Like oh, he's yeah. down the fuck. Yeah, he's down. Oh, the if there's white bitches there, oh, he's going in. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. Dude, Say less. He's like never dated a not blonde uh, white bitch. I all of his girlfriends you, have Tiger? been. All of his girlfriends have been like, yeah. I get skinny, you, man. Skinny white. Uh, blonde bitches. I feel you, Tiger. <laughs> it's crazy. It's hilarious. All right, going on to uh, fighting news. Should I hit the button? Yes, sir. Should I hit the button? I'm gonna hit the button. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so r- low r- because r- I turned it down because of John you're, Daly. You're, you're running back. Now it's time to talk MMA. Love nice. it. That was beautiful. Not bad. So, we do epic news? fighting news. Tiago Santos signs with the PFL. This is huge. Mm, that so, is huge. So, this is like, um, Ricky and I have been having this off-cam like dialogue about like how like I've compared multiple MMA organizations thriving to like when the golden era of like professional wrestling when you had Monday Night Nitro with WCW, you had Monday Night Raw, and it was like which channel do I choose? I don't know. Whichever episode's more fun, that's the one I'm choosing. So like no one is going to rival the UFC. However, I was saying to Ricky that I think that the PFL, and this was originally um, an article posted by Forbes that says PFL has seemingly slated themselves as the number two MMA destination in North America. And with all these major signings that are getting paid out the ass, they're getting paid way more than they would get elsewhere just for their fight contracts alone, not even acknowledging the the fact that they're getting like million-dollar tournament um, fight winnings. Um, No one's challenging the UFC for their product. But the PFL just attracted a dude who's been fighting UFC main events for like two, three years consecutive now. Some people thought he beat John Jones. Like, I I didn't, but point being he... This dude is game. He's a, ch- a title contender talent, and he just got swept by the PFL. So this is a power move. Uh, the PFL is on the rise. I'd still think that Bellator is the number two MMA organization personally, but if you're looking at it from the free agent fighters perspective, just like Shane Burgos, who we mentioned recently, like some of them who may not consider themselves champions, maybe they do. It depends. I don't know what their life goal is. If they want to be considered the best, they stay in the UFC. That's all there is to it. But if they want to go chase the bag, or they're like, they consider themselves like, look, I'll make more money earning a belt in this other organization, then they're going to give me a million dollars. Why wouldn't you do that? So Mm. this is, in my opinion, this is other than Shane Burgos, because Shane Burgos is young in the tooth. This is the biggest free agent signing that the UFC's lost in real time to me. Mm. So this, this is significant. And I think this is great. I want all these other organizations to eat because I I like watching MMA. I don't like just watching UFC. I'd say it's big. I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest though. Only for the sole fact that he's coming off losses. He's coming off losses. You're right, but so you know, I mean, was the UFC going to cut him anyways? Like who knows? Well, if he if he would have won, probably the- not, but. At 205, though, with him in, like, the 205 is a plagued um, weight division in the UFC. It's just not a lot of people like fighting at 205, I guess, because they would rather fight heavyweight, not cut weight, or they, they're they 185ers because they're too small. So, the, like, we get a lot of regurgitation at that at the 205 level. So the UFC totally would have loved him. If he would have stringed together two knockouts, 
And if they were, that would have been all the marketing they needed. And, all he, they need. and he would have been Yuri's next opponent. Yeah. So no discredit to the UFC. I don't know much of any of the PFL's 205ers. Because I'm not, I don't know a lot of their fighters. Most of the fighters I'm aware of were carryovers from UFC and other organizations. But I tune in now. The product is pretty decent. The fights are getting better. You're getting they talent. Are getting better. You're getting this talent. You're going to get a lot more finishes when you keep signing these fucking murderers. So I'm just never going to be in love with their format, their season format. I do never disagree be with, it with it because you have dudes who lose fights and then still are not knocked yeah, out of the like, playoffs. Yeah, it's like bro, we're fighting. You don't need to have seasons with points. And it's it's a pro- fight, and you guys are too trying to be too like football or something. Like that a, is just fight. Like well, <clears throat> to explain to expound upon it because I'm sure Winston's unfamiliar. They they have a playoffs where it's like all these fighters that earn their playoff spot are ranked, and so it's like you have one through eight let's say and it's a tournament but every time you fight if you win your bout via first round stoppage ko tko it's worth like six points first Mm. round submission it's worth like five points second round tko four second round whatever three etc don't quote me on those exact numbers but six for the tko first round for sure um you move on to the next round with those points and then based on those points determines your next seeding for the next bout so whoever has the most points uh, progresses so there's a way that you can enter to this tournament not lose a single fight but because you the other fighters earned finishes and you didn't you don't progress and they do but and that's that makes sense i think that is that's cool art from a marketing the, the perspective product, yes. the product because you're uh, you're incentivizing finishes, knockouts and which is what first we want round knockouts exactly that's what people want so dana does it a different way he dana says is, i'm gonna give you good fights and i'm gonna pay you but this pfl is doing it by point system and i think as a smaller company, I think that's a good idea. It is weird because like it. it's different, but I think that is the future of MMA. I, I just don't like it. I hope, I pray that it's not the future of MMA because literally we go in these fights and we, I mean, I say like I'm a fighter, I'm not a fighter, but like when you go in this fight and you you do all, all of this and you're doing it for the playoffs and you're trying to get these points, you're trying to be the best, the top of the top, you can go into a fight, kick a dude's elbow, and you're fucking limping the rest of the fight. You still win the fight, but all of these playoff points are gone because you kicked a dude's elbow and you injured yourself and you're barely limping now. Yeah. That's bullshit. And then – That's bullshit. That- like that's not – like you you accidentally kicked a dude's elbow like or like say you fucking tore your ACL in the fucking fight and you fought through that shit and you won with a torn ACL. Well, your progress sucks is to gone. suck. Your fucking playoffs are gone because you tore your ACL. Yeah. That's bullshit, dude. So I don't like that. A way that I don't like this point system, and it's something that like both Ricky and I don't quite understand. So like PFL <laughs> signed Anthony Pettis, a former UFC champion, huge fighter, pays him a lot of money. He has won, I think, one bout since he's been in the PFL. He's lost like three. Two of those like four bouts that he was a part of was in the playoffs. So his first playoff bout, he loses against I don't even getting know. finished too. Yeah, he loses. And then I don't know if it was a step down or Two what. Stevie Ray. Yeah, like I don't know what the exact like circumstance was, but he was allowed to continue in the playoffs again. And, and so if he would have like, so he loses his first bout, first round stoppage, goes or whatever round stoppage, goes into the second bout. Let's say he wins by stoppage. Now he's working with points. Now he's back in the mix. It's like you just lost, and the only reason that you're getting this privilege of being able to fight again is because one, you were in a type of shape to where you were, your body allowed it. Like he was saying, if you didn't get that bad of an injury, and secondly. The PFL wanted him to win it. Like it's not rocket science that you want a promotable champion. And yeah. when you have a former champion, it's really easy to coattail their former following. So that being said, they don't have the ultimate out like deciding factor, but they are the ones who decide step ins. And if you're just gonna refeed fighters who are already losing, like that would be like if every time like imagine if Usman is getting a rematch with fucking 
um, Leon Edwards right away because they're just like, no, points, fuck it. Like, we're doing it again. Which he's getting anyway. Well, he's going to get eventually on a much more absolute circumstance. Yeah. It's not going to be like, oh, like, no one will sec- will question the outcome of that bout. And they won't fathom, like, who did the UFC want to win that? Yeah. They, but with this scenario, you're like, oh, he already lost, and you brought him back in the tournament? Unless it was, like, why didn't someone else who was, like, like the 11th-ranked person who missed the tournament by one rank, why didn't they get the step in yeah. versus the guy who already lost? Yeah, I'm sure it's not... It's not perfect. I just think it's interesting. I I, I, I didn't expect I, yeah. it from MMA. Like I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. So to me, it's cool that they're. It's like a switch up. Yeah. Like, and it's not going to be perfect the first time they try it. They've no never way. done this before. It's going to be bad. And I mean, MMA is still such a new sport. Yeah. It's so new. Because they so did new. something with golf similar to what you're talking about, Dave, mm-hmm. and they changed it recently. It's not a point based system anymore. But like they have the FedEx Cup and stuff. So. They've learned from it and they've improved it, is what I'm saying. So over the years, other companies. But what something I did want to talk about, Diago Santos going to PFL. We've been talking about Dana White not paying his people. They're going to leave. You know what I mean? Yep. And so if, if this is the best person that has left the UFC, mm, if this I, guy, I don't know. You don't think this is no. the best person that's he has left the best UFC? resume, I would say. Okay. I don't think Who's the best person that left UFC? Demetrius Matty Mouse Johnson. Okay, well, so that for PFL, for, for PFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for PFL? Specifically. Yeah. I would honestly say... Um, I admit, If this was five years ago, I'd say yeah, but Thiago Santos is on his way out, man. He's losing I mean, fights. Yeah. He has two t- toward both of his ACLs and his MCL. Like, he's I mean, not, this isn't a, a fucking... You know what I mean? Shane Burgos is bigger than him, I think. Like, well, yeah, I said he's because he's longer or shorter in the tooth. Like, Pettis had a better... Like, Pettis was a champ, but Pettis was not... I was agreeing with what you said. But Pettis like, would never earn a championship out in UFC, uh, yeah. UFC again. And the blueprint we're seeing, for the most part, is these we're seeing these people go test the waters in UFC, realizing or being exposed to some talent that they weren't ready for, maybe, and they're not getting to the championship level that they aspire to be. And then it comes time for contract renegotiation, and then they're playing the free agency market. Cause yeah. they, it's like, if you feel like you're a journeyman, which no fighter will ever look at you in the face and say, I'm a journeyman, because that just implies you're never going to be champ. But you're going to do what's best for you and what pays you the most. Because if you look at it like my cash cow is, is, is fighting... And my cash cow is probably doesn't have a, a belt in its future. What can I do to capitalize on my my time? And that's so, what's going on. So I have a question for you guys. If you guys were these organizations, yeah. would you guys go for? It sounds like you think he's washed. Would you guys go for uh, washed, somewhat washed veteran fighters, or would you guys go for young new talent that could be new stars? Which you got? Because the if I, I'm going against the UFC. I want old stars. Old stars. Yeah. The marketing giant that is the UFC. It's so much easier so to big. take a already marketed fighter with a following than it is to bring up new ones. Exactly. If you watch other organizations like Bellator, they have some fighters that I think could walk into the UFC and give champions runs for their money. I will word it that way, but we don't know who they are. You don't know who they are because their marketing scheme is just like UFC's marketing is unparalleled. Yeah. They got Disney. They got ESPN money. Like we're it's there's over. A, there's yeah. no no fighter like. I've asked Ricky this question. If you're a new fighter or a free agent fighter, like the ones we've been referencing, do I sign with the UFC because I know who they are and I know what they're like, what they create? Or do I sign with the PFL because I know how much money I'm going to make? And it depends on what your goals are. If you're a new fighter and your goal is to, like, I'm the baddest man on the planet. You can't touch me. You go to the UFC. No questions asked. If you just want to secure the bag, you go to PFL. But... You might look at the doors that UFC opens outside of fighting. If you can yeah. go add, to PFL, yeah, of course. But like, like again, this is all a privileged opinion that you're going to go and have success. Yeah. So let's say you might look at it like, okay, I'm going to make 200 grand to fight in the PFL, and no one's going to fucking tune in or know who I am. Or I could go make 30 grand to fight 
in the UFC, but when it's all said and done, I'm going to have like movie deals, ESPN yeah. um, anchor deals. You know what I'm saying? Like these PFL fighters aren't getting the outside of cage opportunities that the UFC fighters are. Yep. And that's all boils down to the marketing giant the UFC has established. They have a monopoly on that shit, basically. Almost. Yeah. No one will Getting ever. They, they, they have more money to work with, and they have their product is just kind of like the production from beginning to end of a UFC event. I argue some can compete with it, but no one can outplace them. UFC is kind of like Kleenex, man. Like people call it Kleenex, not tissue paper. Yeah, they say like, Q-tips, not people are like, swaps. "Are you watching UFC? Oh, you fight UFC? Like, like no, the MMA. exactly, bro. Like they are instilled. Like yeah. it is. They're deep. They're deep, deep, deep. Like they can't. No one's gonna uproot them in, so in America. But what about in the rest of the world? The rest That's of the different. world, one championship is is the biggest the biggest okay especially because asia. of asia because of asia you know and the rest of the world as an mma like i don't want to say purist but would if one had better skilled fights and like more entertaining fights would you guys watch them instead of it we just it's the time difference the i think yeah i gotta they, we gotta watch them at fucking eight five in the, in the morning, morning five in the morning yeah. they're in singapore if they're like the american card we watched that similar to a ufc card and watching demetrius mighty mouse johnson a ufc legend win on a, a one fight boiling back to we tuned in because we know this ufc marketed fighter we exactly. we, we didn't want to miss that granted he's probably pound for pound like the top best three ever. In, ever so ever. so that being said like it we if you can give me the same product in the same timely manner and my barriers to entry aren't like a bunch of fucking like apps or subscriptions some bullshit that like, i have to go through to watch it exactly yeah. like an espn plus to something else like DAZN. i'm not gonna pay for DAZN. i don't watch boxing that much so like all that being considered i loved when they did that the, if they keep doing these fights in like a time appropriate manner on saturdays in north american times i'm gonna watch them if they had a one championship because they plan on coming to america and doing events oh will. dude breaking news hold on no no no, no, no. We know. We know. Wait, we know. Wait, we know. We know. We know. We know. Fuck. Don't. Dude. Why are you reading this shit? We're supposed to tell you this, you okay. asshole. Put your phone away, Bruh. Winston. That's, All right. So we know. We, get, get we know. Okay. okay. Fuck one championship. All right. So let's go over. Uh, oh, let's that go last card. God, I hate this guy sometimes. <laughs> we gotta go over UFC well, Paris. Since he's already yeah. Let's go over UFC Paris first. Just, or should we? Or should we wait? Should we just go over the news first? Um, I mean, he already made a big deal out of it. Well, not. I- <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so, okay, so. It's okay, bro. It's crazy. I was hyped. I know. It's crazy, right? It's crazy, right? Okay, so I'm assuming you're talking about the shakeup for tomorrow. Okay. Let's go over it, though. So yesterday we were supposed to be a pre-fight press conference, right? UFC, yeah, UFC 279 press conference. Because there's fights this weekend. It's supposed to be uh, Hamzat Chemaev taking on Nate, uh, Nate Diaz, Kevin Holland fighting, Daniel Rodriguez, Lee Jingliang taking on Tony, Tony Ferg. Ferguson, everybody else. Cool. They got in a freaking fight, a brawl, four of them. Uh, they didn't involved. name who. Didn't name who. We kind of know who. Well, they um, said Hamzat. Nate. They said um, Hamzat, Hamzat. Nate. Um, Kevin. Kevin Holland instigated it, but wasn't heavily involved in the altercation. Mm. They said he helped because originally Hamzat and like Kevin Holland's a shit talker. He's a big and Hamzat mouth. is He's like a, a big mouth. Hamzat comes from like like he doesn't understand the satire of North American like humor. He doesn't. And so everything Kevin Holland said just made his blood boil. And this dude is not one to be played with. And apparently he had a skeleton in his closet that we were going to learn about today, which probably made him extra, extra heated to be. So that being said, this shit turned into a big fight. They canceled the press conference. Dana said this never happened before. Ever. It's a mess. Like, 
the UFC the canceled amount, the press conference. That press conference just to turn the lights on and get everyone seated and all the fucking they production. Lost money. That was probably a couple hundred grand. They lost that's money. That's gone. And this does not like this. This will incidentally sell the fight, but this is not how they like selling fights. They don't like selling fights by looking unprofessional. By losing money. By losing so money and looking unprofessional. Essentially canceled the press conference for safety reasons, is what he said. He walked out on stage and said, For safety reasons, it's the best interest of everybody here. We can't have this. Yeah. That's basically Most all he said. Altercations leading to it. Um, then no this brings us to our big breaking news now. So let's let's start at the top. Let's the, start from the top. The top news to start this is today at the weigh-ins, everybody made weight except the last fighter. And the last fighter to make weight was Hamzat Shemaev, the main event against Nate. And he weighed in at seven and a half pounds over fight weight. Which is set, which is a different. You weight can't class. you can't fight under those terms. Like it, he would have to pay Nate because if you miss weight by one pound of Yikes. agreed fight uh, limit, that's twenty five percent of your purse. Two pounds fifty, and that's if Nate the opponent agrees to the bout afterwards. They have to re sign a new bout contract because they voided it. He didn't make weight, so we have the main event fighter not making weight, and the next thing you see. Fucking! I, I see a tweet from Tony Ferguson, and it's Deadpool just throwing fucking popcorn in his mouth, saying like, "Looking at the mess that's taking place for UFC 279," which brings us to the breaking <laughs> oh news that broke. God. Like, I was gonna send it to you like on pod, and I threw in my phone because oh of this news. God. So Dana White has announced that the new main event for tomorrow's fight, which is I think a, a bonkers fight still, is Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. Which this is fucking. There's a reason that they put like white or like weight fighters on the same cards for this reason. For this reason. That's why, like, they've they've paid. They knew this was gonna happen. It's with all these this shit. So like, no one assumes that Hamzat's gonna miss weight by fucking almost ten pounds. What the fuck? Seven and a half pounds. That was unprofessional. That is not only unprofessional. Unprofessional. Dana is not gonna throw you like. Dana's gonna throw you a shit fight for this, oh, assuming dude. you even win. So like that's the getting to that, pounds. getting that. You so, like, didn't even try. So, Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson, new main event, and now at the top card, Hamzat's replacement is Hamzat versus Kevin Holland, the guy who's gonna fight Rodriguez. They're just mixing the fights. They're, they're just, just blending they're, them. And but the thing is, all right, you're fighting him, and him's fighting him now. But the thing is, is um Nate what? Nate versus Tony is fucking huge. This is a fight everyone wants to see. You can't tell me otherwise. Nate, and it's at one seventy. Nate just secured the back. This is the best thing. Oh, Nate just got the Nate. best thing that could have ever happened to Nate Diaz. Dude, he this, was worked out great. <laughs> he's, he's hype. So, doesn't have to fight Hamzat. Last fight on his contract. Tony. Fighting Tony Ferguson. This is great for Nate. Yeah, Nate can win this. And I mean, I wouldn't be wow. shocked. Hold on, I, I wouldn't be shocked though if there's some other unwritten details that Nate has to procure that we're unaware of because of the whereabouts of oh this my shit. God. But all I'm gonna say is that. I feel bad for Rodriguez. And Li Jingliang. I wish they would have fight. I don't... I mean, I maybe... They're probably like, fuck this. Maybe they both were like, I don't agree. They both get... They both made weight. They both get their, their pay. They just don't get... They're not eligible for win bonuses. So, they all get paid. There's no way they don't get paid. You make weight, you get paid. Like, so... This has never happened. We've never had... Two fights changed in one card. We've had like We've one never fight. Had a fight changed to different fighters like, like, on the same card. Like ever. yeah, like in the past we really? had like Al. Happened. We yeah. had Al Ayakin yeah. to fight Khabib on a card Al was already fighting on, but then, then Khabib's opponent didn't get a new opponent. We never took a fighter in this main event fight and took a fighter in this co-main event fight. And so them. and get this. So Hamza fire. So no, hold on. It is kind of Hamza weighs one seventy eight, and I don't. And I think Kevin Holland. I don't know if Kevin Holland's fighting at if Rodriguez. I don't think they were fighting at one seventy. I think that was 185. 
So this might be a weird catchweight bout too. I don't know. How pissed man. would you be? You've been training six months for the same person, and then at the last minute, they're like, "Actually, you're gonna fight this guy." It's <laughs> like, terrible, dude. That's the worst. Think about all the money on every. Think fight. about Hold Kevin on. Holland. Hold on. He's like, "Oh, great! I got my like, Hold on. Now. Think about this. The whole <laughs> every fight poster that's been printed, every T-shirt that's been oh. worn, every video that's been released, all production that's gone into this has been ultimately Gone. a waste because when you're going to get there you're going to see fucking nate versus chamayev t-shirts everywhere the band like they're not going to print off a new banner in fucking less than 24 hours notice they should they might they probably they're just going to put a tv up and have that shit with the new whatever like the, this is yeah i mean the totality of everything that's occurred wow. with this card i'm at a loss for words and the fight hasn't even <laughs> happened Dude. we haven't even seen one punch thrown and i'm like I'm wow. I like want to pull up more MMA news to just keep making sure what is happening so, is happening. Like I don't this this, this morning is mind blowing. This morning, um, when Hamzat missed weight, I was seeing all kinds of fighters tweeting saying that they were down. Like Dustin Poitier sent in a picture of him standing on a scale weighing one seventy five or some shit. So he oh, said yeah. he was down to come in and fight Nate. That's a fight that we all wanted, but. Tony versus so, Nate. Is Tony going to kick headliner. his ass? Is Tony going to kick I, his ass? I don't know. I think Nate might win that fight. Tony's yeah? coming off of a bunch Tony's, of losses. He's coming off a bunch of his losses. His last loss was during his concert from the upkick for Michael Chandler. Oh, I remember that. Okay. Tony's the better on the ground fighter, I think, easily. But Nate, because Tony's good everywhere. Tony's gotcha. good everywhere. He's is good he better striker. on the ground? I Nate think, and them have Gracie yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. I don't, I mean, this is Gracie Jiu-Jitsu yeah, versus Eddie Bravo, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. Take Tony Ferguson's finishes and take Nate Diaz's finishes and see which has more submissions. Tony, all day. He has a lot of wins on the ground, too. Ground hey, well, it, I think TKOs. I think it's they're very comparable. But honestly, anybody can win this fight. Anybody In any way. Win this fight. I don't... Okay, first of all, I don't even know it's who to bet It's official, too. They officialized Lee Jingliang and Daniel Rodriguez. They are fighting, too. Let's go. They Let's go. I had to. That's why I had to check. They, they, they made just it official. The, they just made the they just went, triple. They, they just played musical chairs at the weigh Yeah. Dude, oh that's my fire. God. Lee Jingliang taking on Daniel Rodriguez. That's a fire fight, too. That's pretty All good. I know, though, if I'm Dana White, has got to be fucking livid. With Chimaev. Yeah. And everyone oh involved in that God. scuffle. He's pissed. Everyone involved in the scuffle. And then here's what my... I had a hypothesis of what was going down because the day before the scuffle took place, they showed Hamzat ran into Paulo Costa at the UFCPI. And, um, I seen that Hamzat too. started mouthing off to fucking Paulo Costa, who we just saw. He just beat Luke Rockhold. Um, Paulo Costa fights at 185, and Chimaev can make 185 because he's such a big dude. So he's talking shit to him, talking shit to him. And they were instigating it. Like, they, Chimaev had to be pulled back. Costa was professional, but was still talking shit. Chimaev was being restrained. And one of the dudes who was standing next to Paulo Costa the whole time, who may or may not have been instigating it, was Jake Shields. And Jake Shields is part of the Diaz fight team. So there was. they said that, um, that Kevin Holland and Chimaev were getting into it, and then Nate's fight team got involved, and that's when the scuffle before the press conference took place. That's the alleged story I was given. Yikes. I think It got I think, physical. But if you think about it, if you're Jake Shields, and say he, he's friends with Paulo Costa, has anything to do with Paulo Costa, you're going to be, like, you're going to represent your boy. So now it's fuck him because I'm Team Nate, and fuck him because I'm Team Paulo. So he could have had some involvement. So let's go over this one more time. UFC 279 fight shuffle. Press conference failure. Press conference failure. We have Tony Ferguson, Nate Diaz, five-round fight, main event. You have Hamzat Shemaev versus Kevin Holland, five-round fight, co-main event. That's what Kevin Holland demanded. He said he wouldn't do it without five rounds. That's dope. Lee Jingliang versus Daniel Rodriguez, three-round fight. Didn't expect to fight each other tonight. Or not tonight, tomorrow night. What? Or I mean, well, what you guys are watching this tonight. 
<laughs> do you guys think they're gonna be quality fights? Like, because there's yes. not that yes. much prep. There's not that the much. Only prep. That means it's gonna be slugging. Yeah, the that only... means it's street fights in a cage. Chemayev might be the fact that he didn't make weight, which probably implies he had a shit weight cut. But I don't know what he's thinking. Like the UFC, just it's because it's a pay per view without a belt. They're like, we cannot lose a fight. We can't. That we has can't. to be what it is because it's hard to sell fights without a belt, and the UFC likes to sell pay-per-views with two belts now for mm-hmm. the most part they'll throw a low weight or a female belt <laughs> with a heavier weight so like nate being on the card is the cash grab and tony's a pretty good seller my too. thing bro hamza and kevin holland were barking in the back ruining the press conference and also now they're fighting and we got <laughs> like, on, that's pretty crazy a nate like, el kakui press dope. conference would have been so fire oh it would have we so got fire. robbed of some we fire press the post press or the post press conference wow. at this is going to be like three hours long. They're going to have to ask Dana every question they had about all of this shit happening. They're going to then react to all the fights that happen. What hap- Like, where do a lot of these fights go from here? Chemayev is like, sh- if Chemayev, whether Chemayev <laughs> wins or loses, Dana to out of being pissed off that he disrespected his promotion by not making weight. Dana is going to give him whatever fight he thinks he's not going to win. Like. Dana wants to promote his fighters, but when you slap him in the face, he's going to slap oh you right God. back and try to, like, fuck up your title run. You guys, I'm like, I'm fucking... This has never I'm like happened. high off this shit, dude. I'm... Shit's dope. This what is... the fuck? Kudos. Just seeing Hold on. the news on Twitter right here just it's blowing nuts. my mind. Kudos to every one of those fighters, though, that was willing to renegotiate their contract because they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that at all. They're all they all have the same plan. Like, I'm trying to get this knockout of the night. Fuck you mean. Yeah. Just seeing this tweet right here with all three of them this all three like this right here Hamzat Kevin Holland what the fuck so now the they bet- were in the back talking shit all the bets are fighting. different now all the oh, bets oh yeah I, yeah, so I like, don't know what happened to my bets so I don't I wow. don't even think they're gonna be up they're yet you know how hard fighting. it's gonna be to parlay shit now like, Dude, I bet the odds are going to be fluctuating bro, like crazy, bro. bro. I you, had Nate at plus 800 too I would say the main event I mean you could probably bet now that the main event or the main and the co-main Maybe okay, not coming. Let's look at these. Let's see if the odds are up. They're probably not. I don't think they are. I'm calling. It's too I, new. The the main's going over three rounds. That's yeah. a bet. Bet. That's a bet. Those that's, that's those two bet. over two and a half. Those that's two just they right get there. they get better in the late. That's happening. Tony. They have it. They yes. have it already. What the that's fuck? Get, all right, all right. If you Li watch Jing it, Liang. you get good odds. Li Jingliang, Daniel Rodriguez. Li Jingliang plus one thirty. Daniel Rodriguez minus one fifty. Hamzat Shemayev, Kevin Holland. Hamzat Shemaev, minus 520. Yeah. Kevin Holland, plus 410. Ooh. Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz. Tony Ferguson, minus 145. What? Plus 125, Nate Diaz. That's kind of a wash almost, but... Oh, a, run, a random um, comment. What? Do, can we acknowledge that Kevin Holland and Hamzat basically <sighs> had the exact same quarantine year? They, they fought they like did. five times and won every time pretty much. Like, wow. Kevin Holland eventually lost. Like, he lost to, like, Robbie Lawler and shit. But, like, wow, 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 wow. All right, I don't putting, know what to think. I'm putting money on Tony Ferguson and Kevin Holland. Really? Whoa, what's the parlay price? Uh, plus 640. Not bad. That's not, two bucks I mean, on it. I can't believe you're going against Shemaev. You're stupid for that. Um, I just think the odds are going to fluctuate a lot. I see you. And so I think that these are the best odds I'm probably going to get. I see you. I can't believe you took Kevin Holland in that fight, though. That's what I'm surprised about. Yeah, I don't do think he'll win, that? but it's a parlay. Just a parlay. Bro, yeah. I see you. The Look title around. of the video is going to be like, Nate versus Chimai... Dot, dot, dot. Nate versus Tony. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even know what I'm going to title this. This is and I'm like, oh wow, UFC what a what a week. Two seventy wine. Oh my god! Like I'm blown away. Like that shit. Just to see the odds, like right here in front of me, is intense. Dare like, I say? I, I kind of want to pick up Nate. Plus one twenty five, Nate. Dare I say these are better? Yeah, that's pretty good. Good pick up. What? Dare I? Say, I mean, Nate. I mean, so oh, wow. here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought um, uh, Lee Jinglei or whatever his name was. I thought he was. I thought he was going to win his original bout against Kevin Holland. I thought um, Tony Ferguson. I or no, he was Lee Jing, uh, Ling Jingling. I thought he was going to lose, and then I thought. Kevin Holland was going to lose to Rodriguez, and then I thought Chimaev was going to beat Diaz. But now, I think like I have more favorable outcomes. I think Nate's going to win. I think Chimaev's still going to win. They only have the money lines open. I'm pissed. I can't do props. I can't do. And yeah, Li Jinglei versus, versus Rodriguez is a fucking pick 'em fight for me. I'm excited. That's a for pick 'em that. fight. I, I think we know. just got three better bouts. I think we had yeah, three bouts. I don't want to see. Oh, go ahead. I think our last three bouts had more predetermined outcomes than these three. And that's why I'm excited. Maybe yeah. not Chamayev. I think this is just as a is the only question up. mark. But I want Holland to beat his ass. If now. Holland wins against Chamayev, he's going Sizzler. He's going Sizzler. I mean, but dude, I don't think it's happening. You come that overweight, like what's he doing? Like he's just he doesn't care. There's doesn't something care. going on. I don't on. know. There's something going on. And this isn't like a stick it to Dana move. You don't yeah, do this on no, purpose. No, he you, could not make weight for some reason. I don't know what it was. I don't know why. That's bad. It's that's, not, a, yeah. that's one of the worst weight sign. misses in UFC. Like, that's, it's bad. That's, that's bad. like I gave up weight cutting. Yeah, not like you bad. came with it. If it was like four pounds, I'd be like, all right, you got two hours to try. And then we would he would have came back probably. With they didn't three even give him pounds. the extra hour. You can't lose eight pounds in an hour. No. They're not going to give him the extra hour to even try. Like it, that's an insurmountable amount of weight in that amount of time. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is stupid, unprofessional. If I have to bet, what I do bet you, think, you I bet you Chimaev got a pay cut to stay on the card or just a pay like his pay was horizontal and i bet you every single other renegotiated fire just hit the back because yeah. they have to the ufc no, and especially nate yeah he uh wow 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 this wow. is fucking huge this yeah. is crazy this is probably why dana white doesn't pay his fighters he's like bro i gotta deal with this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> winston's got a point man <laughs> Ah, uh, where do we go from this? Okay, so we got through that. Let's uh, let's let's go over so, these last fights, huh? One thing I want to oh, talk ahead. about. We get, don't have to get into it, but I think this has an ultimate chain reaction for Nate Diaz's next fight. Jake Paul. Fair. I think this is the best hype Nate Nate Diaz could have asked for, and I think they're gonna fight after Anderson Silva. Unless he resounds with the UFC. I can't stress yeah. enough how good of a situation this is for Nate Diaz. Dude, I'm, I can't I can't stress enough how I am good of a situation this is. You go out really on a win, happy. If you a more realistic win. You're going out on either a, an upset win originally. You're not getting only. murdered by Chamzat Chamayev that we all knew was gonna do what he was gonna do to Nate. We, we all, all knew. We, we all, all knew. Thought that. Now it's a big question mark. It's like, whoa, he's fighting Tony. He can hmm? He and this can is, shut Tony's lights off, but Tony can shut his lights off. But the thing like, is, if this would have been the card to begin with, like if the like if the Chimaev thing never happened and then they announced from the jump it was Tony versus Nate, I'm fucking lit still. I am still, yeah. All right, let's move on to this last card, though, from last weekend. UFC Paris. UFC Paris was a good card. If y'all have not watched the uh, main event to UFC Paris, go watch it. It's just, it's two, it's, it's two giants just... Just getting creative in the ring, and it was insane. Like, not the best heavyweight fight, but it's my thing one, is one the, of the best this year. We got to talk about the crowd first and foremost. Paris, bro. Paris showed up for the UFC. Paris, uh, France. 
at one point i it hurt there the crowd hurt my ears bro i was watching it like my, my speakers were too, a little too loud i listened to this volume all the fucking time mm-hmm. but they were cheering so loud that it like fucking almost rung my fucking eardrum and like i it blew me away i was like oh my god like this crowd is going crazy like and it's that's how you know a crowd is going crazy when you notice it like notice it notice it so you know this was the first was ufc intense. event in um paris so, first one and the, like paris has had a couple like they had an event with bellator where they let czech congo fight that was huge but like if there's anything like we've we can dissect from this is that the french people have been starved of good quality fighting entertainment that they deserve because look at how game they were like game. dare i say that that night might have been louder than like the most recent like american ufc fight card granted there was a bonker main event with the hometown hero everyone's going nuts but like like you said, there was moments where the announcers were struggling, like DC and um, John Anik were struggling to hear each other with yeah. heads, headphones on because it was so loud in there. It was intense. Which, I just, I love that. I mean, I'm kind of a hypocrite because I would say I liked the bubble. I'm fighting when you could hear every punch. That's like a purist. But like, yeah. as an entertained person, you have to have a crowd. You're like, whoa. Did you hear the crowd at all, Winston? I did not. Did you watch? Hater, bro. No, I didn't. It's the biggest. It was early, bro. It was like two in the afternoon. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm used to them being on at night. What were you doing? Are you a nocturnal like combat sports enthusiast? I don't remember what I was doing. I didn't know they were on so early, bro. I forgot. I forget, dude. Fucking, if y'all let me know in the sports champs, I'll start watching, bro. It's pretty, it's like, we I, said it I last sent pod. a tweet out, I know, and one of my but... friends on Twitter was like, yo, thank you for sending that tweet out. Dude. I didn't know they were this early. Yeah. So I understand you. I'll give you a pass this time. But next, better fucking. Dude, <laughs> remind me. You should come over. Yeah. Or something. Should we try? I'm down, but I, I'm... I don't want to invite a lot of people though. Like I don't want to talk. I want to just sit there and watch the fights. Yeah. Well, my, I don't, I don't my bitch ass needs to be driven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's fucking bummed. Some bullshit. I, I mean, if you all remind me, I will watch them. Okay. No. I'm, right. I'm down to go to any of the fights and pitch for gas or whatever. We'll clever. see what's up. We'll see what's up. We'll talk about it off camera. Let's get into these cards. Right here. Uh, so we had Fares Ziem taking on Mikhail Figlak. Figlak losing that O, dude. He actually, the undefeated fighter, lost a decision. Then going on after that, we had John McDessie taking on Nazrat Hakpasrast. Hakpasrast. I fucked that one up on the, the I parlay. I fucking told you. I <laughs> told you. I said, are you sure you want to go against Nazrat Hakpasrast? And you said, yeah, it's John McDessie. John McDessie had nothing for Nazrat. Uh, moving on after that, we had Abus Magomedov taking on Dustin Stolfoots. And, and he, I stopped you from picking Stolfoots. I was like, mm, probably don't want to do that. So you went ahead and picked up Magomedov. And oh, he won, that. right? And he oh won in God. 19 seconds. Yeah, Dave, I think Dave told third, me about I think that. it was the, they said it was the third fastest finish in middleweight history. And I know uppercut, how to pick him. No, well, you know what started the flurry is he hit him with a fucking up kick, bro. Up kick, up, yeah, up kick, yeah. wobbled him, and then just. Bop, bop, bop. Like, Out. Not quite Jeff Neal uppercuts, but seven, like 19 seconds, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Killed him. After the kick, it was done. And then I don't know why the fuck Josh was like, yeah, walking buck, Buckley by finish. <laughs> Hold on. They Split moved. 600, pile it up. <laughs> they, they moved that bout originally. Decision. It was a decision by yeah. Imavov. Imavov won. I and mean, I we- <laughs> called that. I knew that was going to happen. I mean, we took we lost two legs of the parlay, so even I know, if we would have like won, it mattered. yeah, it yeah, mattered. It was trash. And Josh put like fifty bucks on that shit. So <laughs> he's the real, you know, like yo, he Josh. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> but yeah, we had uh, Nazardine Umimov winning by decision. 
moving on after that, we had Robert Whitaker dominating, putting Bobby on a clinic, Nux. Bobby, putting Nux. on a clinic on uh, Marvin Vittori here. And, uh, I mean, it just wasn't even close. It was a cool little post-fight press, um, or post-fight speech. He didn't say much. He basically said, he was like, he's like, champion included. I'm the most dangerous man in this division. I make, and with his Australian accent, which I'm not going to butcher, but he's like, I make people hate fighting. And Marvin Vittori did not look like he was having a good time. Yes. <laughs> Facts. He did not. He looked pissed. He looked frustrated. He looked tired. And it was right. He makes motherfuckers hate fighting. And Bo- Bobby Knox just looked sharp. Like he coming did. off he of a, a t- like a great title fight with Izzy. That I mean, again, a lot of people UFC doesn't like when Alex Pereira or um, Michelle, is it Alex Pereira? Alex Fajeda. Fajeda. When he fights Izzy and assumingly loses, because that's that's I'm not gonna bet against Izzy, but when he does. Bobby Nux, is, if he doesn't go 205, is going to be right back there for another fight because he's not losing very not soon. Lose. And I I think we deserve it. Like, who are we to say? He w- that, that I thought Bo- he won the last fight. So did I. And, like, I mean, it wasn't clear. It wasn't like, oh, my God. It, was, it, it wasn't was even razor close. Like, they could have made it a draw and then ran it back. But, like, they know that people aren't that interested in that bout. But, like, when, like, we had those repeating heavyweight boxers back in, like, the big days, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Ollies versus, like, Frazier. And, the, like, you saw repeat opponents. You don't even have to go that far. You could just say Davison for Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. That's the fourth fight that's about to happen. Like, yeah. Like, like I get it. You, it's hard to market the same fight over and over and over again and expect the fans to be enthusiastic. But who are you to deny the achievement of someone like Bobby Nux, who's just number one contender taking on challengers and just kind of there like surreal gone the same thing surreal gone put his number one contender like spot on the line against tai to ivasa and he won how long can you expect number one contenders to not fight the champ you yeah. know what i'm saying it sucks that we have to see this over and over again and they haven't marketed that next that next cash cow but until then like whoever's eating has to eat you has to eat that is, is what it is like i want to see bobby nux go get that belt back i think he i honestly think he got it back the first or the second bout but that is what it yeah, is Yeah, it is what it is but we have him winning the decision over marvin vittori going on to this main event we had cyril gone taking on tai tuivasa oh man and boy did cyril gone show out any boy earned, did he show he out. earned some respect because he ate he got knocked He's, out woke he, he got he self-admitted he got knocked out he said he woke up in real time and fucking Came back and then won and then stopped the fight. Stopped Bruh. him. TKO'd him in the third round. Four minutes and 23 seconds. There were so the many. third round. So, like, it was a good moment, man. Ty, Ty fought his heart out. These guys actually, after the fight, drank for four hours with each other after the fight. That's all love. Like, it's all love. Like, it was, I mean, France just, it just they showed out. Um, Cyril Gunn is a star. I will say that. He is a star. Um, it's crazy. I didn't like Cyril Gunn at first. Like he seemed like he was a point boring. Fighter. You know what I mean? I just wasn't into but, it. But man, bro, did this fight make me fall in love with Cyril Gunn? Cyril Gunn has only been fighting or practicing MMA for four years. Crazy four years, and he's a he's the number one contender at, at heavyweight. Now I've always pointed at the fact that the heavyweights like athleticism carries a lot of value because it's a big puncher's chance division. So. That, that Shout does, out Bruce Buff. That <laughs> that that does um that does play a part towards like his success because he's able to go up against dudes who aren't that athletic because they're so damn big. But he's doing the damn thing. He's earning his stripes. Like no one can take that shit away from him. The only thing that concerns me and not about Gone is about that division. And Gone, who's recovering from ACL MCL surgery, he's not fighting till at earliest. I think they said February of February, next year. February March. So if he's not fighting till next year. 
the UFC is not going to keep the contender status the same, especially at the top. You have John Jones, who's itching to fight at heavyweight, and everyone and their mom thinks it's going to be against Stipe. And then you have Cyril Gon, who's just the clear number one contender. Like, do I want to see Cyril versus Jones? Absolutely. Do I want to see Cyril versus Stipe? Absolutely. Do I want to see all of these bouts? I sure do. But I have to imagine the UFC, even though Cyril Gon's already done it once, is going to put an interim belt in the line. And maybe Probably. it's going to be Stipe versus Jones. But if Stipe versus Jones has a narrative bigger than any belt could ever amount to, you have the greatest heavyweight fighter ever in UFC history. He's the only dude to retain the belt three times ever. Ever. No one's ever done that. So that's huge. And then you have Jones, the greatest, the Mount Rushmore um, athlete for fighting representative. Best fighter ever. So that that fight is... <clears throat> That fight will really determine baddest man on the planet. And if anyone says, like, well, Nganu's the champ, well, let's not forget Stipe outclassed Nganu for 25 minutes, made him his bitch and made him tired, ate a bunch of punches. Then he tried it again, and Stipe realized, oh, shit, my jaw went through DC twice. Fuck. Like, <laughs> so yeah. he, he, he can't sit and take punches like he once could, but mm -hmm. that doesn't, like, Stipe's the baddest big man ever. John Jones is the baddest man ever. That fight is going to happen, I think. And then I think Surreal Gone fights Nganu first fight out. Like, as soon as Nganu comes back, that's what's happening. Because I don't even know if Stipe or Jones even care to fight for a belt if that, that fight takes place. Mm. I, we forgot to go over a few of these other main card fights. So Oops. Charles Jourdain uh, taking on Nathaniel Wood, Nathaniel Wood winning the decision. William Gomez winning a decision against Jarno Ahrens. And then we actually had Roman Kopilov knocking out Alicio DiTarico. Um Those were the main event fights. I forgot to hit more fights on the uh, thing. I thought, it was kinda, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, also, we had Benoit St. Denis knocking out ben, Gabriel Miranda. Benoit. Benoit, sorry. <laughs> I know. How did I fuck that up, huh? And then uh, <laughs> Christian Cunion is knocking out uh, Khalid Taha. And then we had Stephanie Egger submitting uh, Alan Perez uh, with that last fight. Sorry. <laughs> now, um, if I'm not mistaken, Triple G fights Canelo soon. That Pull might, that up. I'm looking it up. Pull that up. That might uh, even be this weekend. What? I'm not a Already? I know, right? Wow. Um, let me... Oops. So Canelo... Pull up these 279 cards. September 17th. It's a week. A week from now. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right, let's get into this UFC 279 card. Break it down a little bit. Maybe go over a little bit. Pick our parlay. Call it good. What do you guys think? Yep. I kind of like that. Um, for our parlay, we don't have to stick to MMA. We can go... Football games, whatever you guys want. Props. Oh. Uh, so let's go over this. Early prelims on this UFC 279 card. I'm just going to kind of read them off. I don't know too many of these people. I will say what I know, though, and what I think. So we got Darian Weeks taking on Johan Lehnis. Um That's going to be the first fight of the early prelims starting at 4 p.m. Right after that, we got the women's strawweight, Melissa Martinez, 7-0, taking on Elise Reed, 5-2. Not bad, not bad. Don't know either of those ladies. But right after that, we have a bantamweight fight, Chad Anghelaire versus, dude, with one name. Let's go, uh, Alente Gali. Alente Gali? What do you guys think? Let me see the name. I mean Alante Kelly. You, you give it a try, Dave. One name. What One you, name. Yep. What are you, Seal? Yo, don't judge I, him. I, are you Nene? I, I think he's the favorite for me, based on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, that's one name. <laughs> try and say that, Dave. I would say Ala Tingeli. Oh, shit. I don't know, because it's uh, G. It. It's G okay, it's A-L-A-T-E-N-G-H-E-I-L-I. -E 
So I'm assuming that's pronounced with some accent. Yes. Indeed. One name, though, bro? So we got, again, Chad Angelaire, 12 and 5, taking on Alan Tagley. All right? Alan Tagley. Alan Tagley. All right. Going on after that, we got Norma Dumont taking on Daniel Wolf. Uh, I do have a little something to say on this. I think Norma Dumont's going to win this fight because we have Daniel Wolf coming in, a 1 and 0 UFC fighter. That's very unheard of. The only uh, UFC fighter I really know of that fights in the UFC at 1 and 0 is Brock Lesnar. Mm. That's really it. Think yeah. of another 1 and 0 fighter in the UFC. Doesn't happen. I mean, doesn't happen. I don't know why. Um, I mean, it's on an early prelim, so not like it's a matter. Whatever. That that fight is actually a featherweight, just so you guys know. That is the feature early prelim. Going on to the prelims, we have Jake Collier taking on Chris Barnett. That's going to be a nice fight. Uh, I would say that fight does not go the distance. I will say that right there. Um, going on right after that, we have Denise or Dennis. <laughs> Denise. Yeah, I should have said Dennis first instead of because I could have said Dennis then Denise, but it's weirder now that I did the opposite of that. So we got Dennis uh, two linen. Two God man two. Leonin, yeah, I feel more confident about that. Dennis Tew Leonin <laughs> taking on Jamie Pickett. Um, and then we have Halton Almeida. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, Zizi. Taking on Antoine Tarkarj. Uh, Tar- He's an undefeated fighter. Then we have the feature prelim, uh, Hakeem Dawudo taking on Julian Arosa. Yes, get her, Dave. Get her, Dave. Oh, fuck. Get her, Dave. That's what we're talking about, ZZ. Fuck off. How about Hold up. (laughs) Okay. This is our time. What do you think about this, ZZ? Yeah, what do you think, ZZ? She's like talking about MMA. She's about to pass the shit out of me. She looks up there. She's like, I wish I was up there. (laughs) (laughs) Going on to this main card, we got Johnny Walker taking on Ion Kutilaba. That's going to be a good fight. Did you hear? I honestly assume that fight's not going to go to the distance as well. Did you hear Johnny Walker said that, um... He I don't blame, know. Him, blame him weed for him losing He's, all the. Yeah, all he the said time. that this was a, his quote was something to the paraphrase of like, yeah, I was consuming CBD in large um, consumptions, and apparently all CBD has trace amounts of THC, and THC was robbing me of my like, my energy or some shit. Said he felt like THC was the reason for his death. I was like, bitch, you smoking diet weed? Yo, go talk to Patty Plimblet, okay? That motherfucker Go smokes s- like a train, Dude, and he's one of the biggest fighters in Nate the world. Smokes I don't know. joints at press conferences. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I, w- I would bring up Nate, but I mean Nate is coming off loss, and he's not the best fighter in the world. So like I, you know, he's <laughs> one of the biggest. But like I mean, if we're talking legacy, yeah, I would rather bring up Patty or something. <laughs> Who else is a fighter that smokes up? Israel, Israel, Izzy. Otis, Izzy smokes the fuck up. Yeah, Connor, but probably. Hey, hey, Johnny <laughs> Walker, talk to Izzy, brother. I don't bro, know what you're talking about. Your problem is you were smoking Delta 8, bro. <laughs> Maybe we're just all defensive. All right. <laughs> Moving on to uh, the fight right after that. We have Irene Aldana in a catchweight taking on Macy Chisson. All right. We got Irene at uh, 13 and 6 taking on Macy 9 and 2. All right. Now we have to like kind of get into the – I wanted to just blast through all of those fights and like not really care about the rest of them because like my brain's frazzled from the last three that that news on this main was card like a whole like 20 minutes of just well i mean we were dealing <laughs> with the whole thing yesterday with the press car i was watching that press conference live yeah i was i was at work yeah, i seen that me. the the notification came on i said okay boom press conference isn't that perfect perfect time i'll watch this press conference dana cancels it because of the fight and now we have a shuffled 279 deck 
yeah. We have the first fight, a catchweight bout at 180 between Li Jingliang and Daniel Rodriguez. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I didn't really... So, I mean, Daniel Rodriguez was supposed to take on Kevin Holland. Li Jingliang was supposed to take on Tony Ferguson. Um, now we have Li Jingliang fighting Mr. Daniel Rodriguez. I want to say this fight is not going to go the distance for sure. Both of these guys are finishers. But I can see Daniel Rodriguez pulling out a decision win. Yep. That is a very likely outcome I see. Um, but again, Li Jingliang is not a... Not a, he's a tough customer, man. He's not a pushover. He's not both of these guys. It's it's crazy to see uh, my brain still frazzled from them even having to fight each other. What are the odds on these guys, uh, Winston? We got Li Jingliang at what? Wow, uh, the plus one twenty two, and then Daniel Rodriguez at minus one fifty. Cezy <laughs> was mad, <laughs> dude. Um, I don't know, man. What was the numbers again? Plus. Uh, plus one twenty two for a Lee. Wow, and we got minus one fifty for uh, the Daniel. underdog now. Now we have the leech at underdog. We had the leech sitting at a, a minus like two fifty favorite over Tony Ferguson. Yo, stop abusing this kitten. <laughs> Zizi, I swear to God, just let her. Just God damn, that was that was pretty athletic. That was a powerful jump. That was nice. She's like, I've been trying to do that for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah this guy's been denying her. All right, but yeah, the leech. Who wins this fight, Dave? God, man. I Rodriguez, because Rodriguez has momentum, and he's not coming off a loss. He isn't coming off a loss. Rodriguez, shout out, Rodriguez. Lee's coming off a knockout. Um, Rodriguez is sponsored by a cannabis company. Oh, no, called... Lee's coming off of a Hamzat fight. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, he got choked he, out. He walked. Dana picked him up. Choked he, out cold. He walked him up to Dana, picked him up, and he's like, "This is the best you got." And then he yeah, him out. yeah, yeah. Humsout's crazy. I think he's gonna do that to Kevin. That's not good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of agree with you. I got Daniel Rodriguez kind of edging out uh, Lee. I want to say Daniel hitting a decision win though. You never know. But honestly, I kind of see this. I kind of see this fight. Now that I said that, this this fight, I can see this fight not going the distance. Easy. Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm still frazzled over it. Well, I'm gonna pick Daniel Rodriguez. Who you got? You got uh, the leech. You got the leech. I don't know really any either of these guys. Honestly. Okay. So Li Jingliang got choked out by Hamzat Jamayev last fight. Okay. Daniel Rodriguez like coming off of two wins, three wins. Also, Daniel Rodriguez, a cool little fact but about him. Rodriguez hasn't fought this year, but he has a decision win over Mike Perry, a knockout of Preston Parsons, and a decision win over Kevin Lee. Oh, yeah. Which is good. Pretty good. Kevin Lee is a beast. So, see, this is what I mean. Decision, Gano Rodriguez. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. All right. Going back. Yeah, I still don't know. Based on that. I mean, sounds like Hazmat. Hamzat. Hamzat is a beast. So, you know, Lee getting choked out by him. Doesn't say much. I mean, it doesn't take any off of you. Yeah, Yeah, I see. Yeah. Daniel Rodriguez, I'm not really impressed by his opponents, the ones that I know. What? So... I see you. I, I feel see like you. Kevin I Lee it. was popping, but I don't think he's popping anymore. I mean, he did fight him in 2021, and that was when he was indeed not popping. Yeah, um, he was popping, but not he's in 2021. Like yeah, yeah, he's fell. He fell off in like 2020, 2019. Kevin Lee got true. let go um, from the UFC, and now he fights in a promotion that the UFC owns. That's Khabib's organization called Eagle FC. Oh, okay, yes. that's cool. Yes, yes, yes. Did not know that existed. Still fighting. Still Super low-key. Super low-key, yeah. though. Moving on after that, man, we have a catchweight co-main event. Hamzat Chemaev, 
11 and 0 taking on Kevin Holland. Again, guys, you guys see me freaking out earlier. This fight is crazy. These guys went from talking shit to each other in the back 24 hours ago. 24 hours ago to having to fight in front of everyone. Millions of people. I uh, I'm the most excited for this fight right here. I'm the most excited for this fight right here. Hamza and Kevin Holland. These are both. They're going to kill each other, dude. Hamza is. Oh, my God, dude. Kevin's going to be talking shit to him the whole time in the ring. That's what I'm. That's all. The whole time in the ring. Kevin's Even gonna, if he's losing, he's going to be talking shit to Hamza. And Hamza's going to talk shit back. Yeah. But, I mean, if I. It's going to be crazy. If I have it my way. I hope Kevin Holland beats the brakes off this guy because I, I not because I have anything I bad. I have nothing bad to say about Chimaev, but if the fact that you didn't make weight and all this happened, I'm like enthusiastic about you losing now. Mm, I, Dude, I don't think yeah, he's going it's to. Just, it's, yeah. I don't think he's going to lose. I think he's going to win. Yeah. But but, but Kevin Holland beating Hamzat would not be like it would be. I would up- be like, oh my god, that, like that's an like, upset, but that's not like it wouldn't a, be an upset like Nate. Yeah, yeah. Bless you twice. So, but yeah. it's still an upset, man. I mean, Hamzat's still a minus five twenty. Yeah, I kind of want to parlay up Hamzat. If Kevin Holland fights him serious and can avoid the takedown, Kevin can win this fight. But his keys to victory are stoppage. Yeah, Hamzat. Like, if, if you, you ain't winning a decision against Hamzat, what Hamzat did to Gilbert should tell anyone that you're not going to out Gilbert. Him. Yeah. Oh man. Oh god, I forgot about that. That's so true. That whole war. <sighs> and I just assumed Kevin Holland was white because that's like the whitest name you could have. Really? But, dude, Kevin Holland? That's white as fuck. I guess. Dude, he has a knockout when he was, um, he fought like four times in 2020 when like a lot of fighters were like sitting out because of COVID and shit, didn't have whatever vaccine. Knocked a dude out from the bottom. So, he, it was not only just a dude, it was fucking Jacare Souza. One of the best fucking he was grapplers a, in the fucking this division. Dude, this dude's won like Brazilian like gi tournaments, like his second time ever doing it, like like world champion brazilian jiu-jitsu are so he's in a full guard kevin holland so basically he's on, on, his, back, on his back and he's kind of on his side a little bit like this and um jacare is on top he's trying to maneuver he's throwing punches he throws like a nice punch in kevin holland he's just like oh that was a good one again there's no fans you can hear everything that's happening and then kevin holland from the bottom with like i don't know how he got any amount of force from the bottom laying Pound down just goes whoop throws a big hook real quick oh, yeah, it was and, a hook. and then yeah, after after the that Damn um, hammer fist, right? Boom, and like Jacare ate that, and when he ate that, he was wobbled by it from a grounded, like a ground strike. And then Kevin Holland stands up immediately, and it's just like wop, wop, wop. Oh. And then like homie's just eating punches as he's already Damn. done. That's almost never been seen before. The fact that he could Ever. generate power with no leverage, no hips thrust at all, just wind up. That's insane. Yeah. Insane. So that's dope. So he could. He's got a punch. He's got. He's a got punch. hands. He's, he's got hands, bro. He has a chance to be win this fight. He just loses typically by rear naked or by like mean grapplers. Like, yeah. I mean, Hamza not being able to prepare for this fight, and Hamza also he's being overweight. He's prepared. He's prepared. He just, Trust me, he's prepared. Well, like for Kevin though, like I know he's prepared in general. I, but yeah, the blueprint that beats. He was thrown around DC, man. Really? You, they were fucking around wrestling. He was thrown around DC. I think anybody you throw in that cage with Hamza, he's ready for. Yeah. yeah, really. Uh, but but I think Kevin Holland has heavier hands than Nate. He has heavier hands. Like that's Kevin can crack him, dude. And again, like we said, what if he does what he did to Jacare? Hamzat's controlling him on the ground, and then Kevin punches him in the face and fucking rings his bell. Yeah. Oh my god! Like <laughs> I could see it happening, but man, Hamzat's a murderer. Is Chamzat or however you say his name? Is he basically just fucking? 
Um, fuck, the guy that retired early as fuck. The guy that was really, really good. I forgot his name. Henry Cejudo? No, he he was like one of the goats, but he's not the goat. Best, well, uh, pound for pound fighter ever. It doesn't matter. Probably could, um, Khabib. 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 How, how, okay, thank Khabib. you. Yeah, it was Khabib. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I'm he sorry. didn't get that at first. Khabib. I'm sorry. I, I should have remembered. But, yeah, I think, is he like him? Does he fight like him? No, mm. well, Khabib is one of one when it comes to his the, the way he pummels people. Hamzat, Hamzat, Hamzat takes him out. Hamzat's a pummeler, but he's like, takes him out. he'll take you wherever you, like, whatever you give him, he's taken, and he's mm. going to run with it. Like, his one, I think his second fight in UFC, he knocked the dude out in, like, 20 seconds. And here's the fight. Circle, circle, circle. He backs him up to the cage. Over. One punch. Damn. Whole fight. One. So, like, he's got one punch power but the most more of the times than not because he did a bunch of grappling and like wherever he's from i forget where he's from originally but he fucking he was barred from entering into certain tournaments for some weird stipulations that he was unaware of and so he made it like his life's journey to basically be the best grappler he ever could realized it wasn't that fruitful took it to mma and so now he's just a juggernaut like he's not no one compares to what khabib did he's adjacent to it but like in with hamzat like will he take him down will he stand with him we don't know when you fight Khabib's like when not will or when or sorry not if he'll take him down when Hamza doesn't have that same implication he might win this fight by just like strikes alone mm-hmm. and he won't need to take it down will he that's it's for him to decide I think he's taking down Kevin oh he's gonna try to throw him oh yeah he's taking him down he's gonna smash him so I but when he fought Gilbert he he stood he stood and banged with him did stand stood and, bang and banged with him and that okay so you saying that maybe that makes me think hey he's gonna stand and bang with kevin until he drops him or something or tries to drop him it's possible it's hard to say i can see hamzat dropping kevin i, but I can too. see kevin dropping hamzat too do you guys think it will go the distance i don't think it's gonna no go the five rounds no way <laughs> no way not a five rounder I, I don't think i think kevin can pull hamzat to deep rounds i really think he can but man it's gonna be hard to do. Think about this: Kevin Holland fought Marvin Vittori, and Marvin Vittori like didn't really hurt him, but he just had his way with him. Marvin Vittori would probably get dealt with by Hamzat. Yeah. Again, I'm MMA not. math does not work. Everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the face. There's a lot of variables that could happen, but like the fact that Holland was just a like a guinea pig to whatever M- Marvin Vittori wanted to do on the grappling is going to be an exact foreshadowing, I think, for what Hamzat's capable of, mm. but more. I think. I think Hamzat's a better grappler than Vittori, but he's also a large, bigger man. Like, he's just bigger, you know? Mm. 185-er who can cut to 170 versus Vittori, who's just kind of like a stocky, shorter dude. Yeah. I like it. What do you think, Winston? Um, I think it's a... I don't know. It's hard, right? Hamzat's the favorite. I mean, we're this, again, brain-frazzled. Yeah. These guys weren't supposed to fight. real-time reacting. As we're saying this, this is the the narrative we're assigning. Yeah. (laughs) If I could have put a bet, I'd put it on it not finishing. Right. This and the next one. I know. Fight. They need to get these props up ASAP. Yeah. They need to get... The, I'm going to be checking every goddamn hour or something. All right. Let's move on to this last fight and then make our parlor. Nate Diaz fighting Tony Ferguson in the main event of UFC 279. 279 excuse me. Oh, man. What do you say about this, huh? What um, do you say? Fighting at welterweight. Both made weight, obviously. I, I have a weird... Um, for one, this fight is bananas. I would have been... I mean, I'm more enthusiastic about this fight than the Hamzat-Nate because I think the conclusion is so far gone versus Nate. I think Nate's key to victory is upset, and that's it. With this, it's... Anywhere. Any man, anyone Anywhere. can fight, but, like, this is going to sound silly, but 
the win, like again, Nate is on his last fight of his UFC contract. He stated multiple times he wants out. He's tried to opt out of the contract outright. Didn't want to get about because they wouldn't give him what he wanted. But what if, in some weird, like this would be a perfect world for me, the winner of the Nate Tony fight? I don't care who wins. I want Nate to win because he's my boy. I love Tony to death, but I just want Nate to win. Whoever wins that fight, assuming it's Nate included, maybe this could be like a good, solid comeback opponent for Conor McGregor. Right, because Connor has history with Nate. I would watch both of those. Connor has history with Nate. We just, I mean, again, that's assuming I don't think Nate fights. Connor I was gonna say, again, I don't think Nate will come back, but I don't think so. So, like, that's just a perfect world scenario that won't happen. But right. let's say Tony wins, and if Tony wins in any fashion that's other than like a boring decision, like Connor needs an opponent that he can compete with who isn't gonna beat the shit out of him. Like, don't come back to <laughs> Dustin Poitier's, Connor. That that's yeah, not that was dumb. That's not it. That, we don't care that you beat him when you beat him. You're not the same fighter. He's not the same fighter. Like, Connor is gonna come back eventually, and Hopefully this could soon. be this could be a steamboat of momentum towards that. And like, um, in the same adjacent to all that news, I guess it was just like a quick side note. We were at work when they confirmed the in November, or I think I think it's November the um. Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poitier fight. Yeah, that's sign- going to be crazy. Contract signed. Contract signed. The winner of that fight gets the title shot. Oh, gar- yeah. Guaranteed. Crazy. But that's think, a good But fight. think about this. Like, Connor will always have a monkey wrench in that 155 equation or division, even though he claims he doesn't want to go back down to 155. So let's say 170. All of these 155ers are jumping at the bit to move up to fight Connor because it's Connor. So, like, I think the stakes of the outcome of this pay per view could have huge for foreshadowing uh, stakes in future events and especially anything involving connor is going to be the biggest selling card of the year like the best selling ufc fighter of all time is connor mcgregor so rolling back to the actual fight though nate diaz tony ferguson who we win and who, who who's winning this fight is not going the decision it's not or sorry actually let me, I can let me run that back decision. let me run that back this fight is more likely to go to the decision, okay, I good. think. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see you going to the decision, man. I think the only way that either of these two get a finish, I mean, Tony could be taken out on his feet. His chin is, is, is waning. He's, he's eating a lot of punches. But I think this fight ends on the ground. Or When's the last time Nate's finished somebody, though? Finished someone? Been fucking years. He damn near... Da- damn near don't count. I mean... Leon won that fight. No Damn doubt. near don't count. No doubt, but that shows that he's still in that fight. His he's last fight, he was it. dangerous. But when's the last time he's finished a fight? Mm, that's probably, what I'm saying. Probably man. Connor himself. I, I think so. Like that's. I could no, see no, he, the distance. He though. beat. Um, I could see it not going the distance. He's too. beaten Anthony Pettis. I don't know if that was. Uh, I don't think he stopped that fight. Because five minute round. Well, no, obviously. So five lost the round, decision to Edwards. Rounds. Got knocked out by Jorge. Lost the decision to Anthony Pettis. He won the Pettis decision. Oh. Yeah, he did win the percent. Sorry, looked at that wrong. Uh, lost the decision to Connor. Submitted Connor. He was the last person to finish. <laughs> he fin- the last time Nate Diaz finished somebody was in 2016. Okay, six years ago. Damn, but he's still relevant. He's still relevant. I will. I agree. But the I- finishing power and finishing. I just don't pick Nate inside the distance is what my suggestion. It's unlikely. It's it's the more unlikely, but hey, bigger payout. Like I could see people picking up Nate by a knockout or TKO. That's very likely. Likely. We have the, but the question mark that is. Tony's we haven't chin. seen it in a long time. Yeah. The big question mark is how is Tony looking? Yeah, and then Tony's a good. Because if Tony comes in as old Tony, Nate has a tough night. 
Yeah, and Tony's fighting at 170. This is his first fight at 170. Either I think he won the Ultimate Fighter at 170, but this is his first fight back at 170 in a minute. I mean, I feel like any any He's not cutting weight any night. This is a tough night for Nate because Tony is a dog. But again, like you said, is he's questionable because of his chin. All, all I know is because how many losses is he coming off of? Um, a few. Tony got knocked out by Chandler. He lost to Charles Oliveira. Lost a decision to Benil Daryush. Oh yeah, in twenty twenty one. Lost a decision to Oliveira. Got knocked out by Justin Gaethje. Lost. A, then uh, knocked out Cerrone in twenty nineteen. So it's. I mean, he's. It's been Tony's had a finish before him. I mean, more recent than Nate. I guess I could say. I don't know. This is a hard. This is a pick 'em. It kind of reflects on the bet, the betting odds too. Like Nate's, Nate sitting at the favorite, Tony sitting at the underdog, right? Or was Nate the underdog? Uh, Nate was the underdog. Nate was the underdog. It was like a plus one forty, like a minus. Yeah, it was very close. Yeah. I. I wouldn't be surprised if Nate turns into the favorite. I think just, he will. Just because Tomorrow. people people love Nate Diaz and they'll fucking And they're like, Oh, he's not fighting Homs out no more. Oh, exactly. Nate's gonna win. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. gonna throw money on him. I see it, I see it. Wow, I just I can't believe it. So I can't I'm, believe I'm looking at these fights. It's hard to digest all at once because this is we're not even an hour into this news and it was all real time. I've already stated my case. I think so. But are you more in, uh, enthusiastic about tomorrow's fights or the fights that were canceled mm, tomorrow's that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i'm more excited now i don't know why i was i was excited i was excited for hamzat nate because i was like i wanted to be like go nate go <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like look at but now i'm just like fuck man anybody <laughs> can win any of these fights kevin can win against hamzat hamzat mm. Hamzat's looking tasty. Fuck. And Nate can win against Tony. Tony can win against Nate. Lee can win against Daniel. Daniel can win against Lee. Like, it's fucking... It's crazy. It's crazy. That being said, I think we should get into our parlay, boys. Let's get into our parlay and get the fuck out of here. How about we do that? Yep. All right, man. Anybody have their legs yet? I'm ready. You ready? It's Dave starting the first leg. Let me get my betting app open. Should we do a UFC one and an NFL one? Or I'm doing do NFL. whatever you guys want. I'm do doing whatever NFL. you guys are. Oh, you're just doing the but NFL. In the event that all of us, I, like if I do NFL and then you do NFL, I'm going to do a we UFC one. We for have sure. to have multiple. I'm doing a UFC. Let's one not for all sure. do UFL, but um, okay, okay. or NFL. My prediction is kind of close to the one I said earlier, but um, uh, I got Mahomes throwing at least three tuds. So we got Kansas think- City Chiefs facing the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to go down to TD scorers. Well, right? tell me what the odds for three versus two is. Because I think three for Mahomes is not asking much. Three touchdowns? For Mahomes. Okay. Hold on. I got to go. So ahead. over two. Like plus, like two and a half. I don't know how that shit works. Yeah. So if it's uh, two and a half, what then is you it have under? to get three. Is it under passing props? I wouldn't uh, know. It'd have to be under the game. Yeah. So. You had to go to game more more wagers. Game more. What, what, what do you want? Are you on, oh, okay. I'm on DraftKings. Um, this isn't good. <laughs> I mean, we can make we can make it after. I mean, I guess. No, what I is, mean I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna what is try. it saying on your phone for the odds on that app? For Mahomes, like Mahomes, over two and a half tuds. I'm gonna have to find it. Forgive me. It's all good. TD Sometimes props. they don't have those. If if not, I can come up with another one. I just okay. kind of wanted to. Do yeah, it. Mahomes, uh, two point five over plus one thirty. Is that, is that good? Uh, I mean, I you, mean, you can do the over, but they have actual like he will get more than this. 
Yeah. I just don't know how to. I found it yesterday. It's kind of hard to plus, find. Plus, plus one thirty isn't bad. I forgot how to find. Do you do you think you don't think they're going to get any rushing touchdowns? Because I don't know if they score. They'll probably score twenty eight points. That's like a rough estimate of where I think their average will be. Yeah, Kyler is only over one point five, but he's more of a runner too. Yeah, he, and then when they get in the red zone, he'll like you said, he'll rush the ball. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad bet. I I didn't want it to be too risky or necessarily too conservative, and that sounds like pretty conservative. Yeah. But it's possible it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's not bad. So, what do I? How do, where do I go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to find this shit. All right. Well, this we can do it after the pod. You or you want to do that a part of your parlay? I can, but if it makes it like less convenient, we can do whatever's clever. I I think it's smart. I'd say it's as long as I know. How to, I wish I could just like search for it, like or just be like, do this, like fucking. Yeah, it's all right. We'll do it after. Let's build the rest of our parlay. Well, hold on. We can build the parlay on your phone for now. Yeah, assuming that app will combine. That is them true. All. So I could do past touchdowns over two and a half or something, but you just said touchdowns, so it's like, yeah. You said over two and a half plus one. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have plus one twenty-five. That's that, it's based that's on better. Your, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wait, over no, two twice. and a half for Patty. Touch passing touchdowns. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Over two and a half. It's kind of a lot. Not gonna lie. All right. Got it. Our odds are at plus one twenty five. Winston, do you have your pick? Um, I'm gonna put money on the Buccaneers. Money line? Yep. Minus one thirty six. I got it at one forty. Okay. That brings our parlay odds to plus two eighty five. Nice. Now going back to UFC. Yeah, we gotta include some fight bet. Scroll down. It's such, so new. Are you going to bet on some of those new fights? I don't know. I'm going to... Mm. What were the see. odds for the distance? I wish the... Fu- God, I can't do props. That's the shitty thing. Yeah, on the new fights, yeah. I can't do props. Can I actually change mine to the Panthers? I want to change mine I mean, to the Panthers. do whatever you want. Okay. Panthers um, versus the Browns. Yeah. So it's, i got to take that off, right? Yeah. So bye-bye, Bucks. God, you're just confusing people. Now my app just crashed. Damn. This is a mess. You wouldn't have that problem if you had an iPhone. No. I'm I'm, I'm just being facetious. It's fucking everyone. My money's just been sitting on DraftKings, so I've been using DraftKings. Yeah. Like, because my play, because I just keep getting. Yeah, you got a balance. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't loaded money in a long time. I wonder, um, I don't know if we could parlay them up. I'm pretty sure it's only during certain times, but, uh, DraftKings introduced this thing. It's not new per se, but it's called No Sweat Bets, where basically you you opt in, and then your next bet up to a certain dollar amount you can bet. And if you lose your bet, they will reimburse you in the equivalent that you bet in free bets. So it's kind of a risk-free deal. Nope, I got mine. So right here, so we have Jake Collier and Chris Barnett mm-hmm. to not go the distance of minus one fifty. These are heavyweights. Um, I've gotten been in the ass for a heavyweight to not go the distance before, but Me too. Chris Barnett coming off of the spinning fucking hook kick, mm-hmm. fucking, and then Jake Collier being a finisher. I want to take that up. That'll bring our parlay up to plus five forty-two. Holy shit, that's Damn. fucking huge. That's crazy, and that's including that's the crazy. Panthers winning. Yeah. Oh, that's not the Panthers. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, it'll but, be even more yeah, with that because my app crashed. The Panthers are like minus like one hundred four. Go back right. That's here. a pick 'em, and I think the Panthers are going to beat the Browns. Yeah, I don't think the Browns are very good. Which could be percent. Minus one ten on DraftKings. That brings our parlay up to a plus six fifteen. Whoa, nice. Whoa. All right, man. You guys heard it here first. So, 
uh, Sport Champs Parlay for this episode, episode 11. We got Dave hitting Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns against the Cardinals. Me? Or no, you? You got Carolina Panthers money line against the Cleveland Browns. Me? I got Jake Collier and Chris Barnett to not go the distance. Now, I'm kind of pulling away and maybe wanting to pick another one if we can get a better odd from it. I don't think we're going to, though. I'm looking at Johnny Walker versus Ion Kutilaba to not go the distance. I want to see what the odds are. Minus 450. Not going to pick it up. Nope. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that is our parlay. Uh, I just stated it. If you just missed it, go back 10 seconds. Um, if you put $10 down... You win $71. If you put five down, you win 35 If you put $1 down, you win 7 I'm putting five, I think. Go for it. Yeah, I think I'm putting. How much are you putting? Well, honestly, I can't open up my shit. So. No? And okay. it's an iPhone. So we'll talk about it later. It's not, it's, all the sports apps are just fucking up right now. It's yeah, the, no, it's that fight card. Everyone's Probably. changing their bets. All these bets just got invalidated. Who had, like, I'm going to have to make a bunch of bets now. Like I'm going to have to go through and make start making bets for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Before the odds change, think about all those bets that people cashed in that had like they parlayed every fight that just changed. Yeah, the whole bet just got what is it like invalidated? I had what one, that look one like? hole of my parlays if, taken if away. If the fight gets it gets canceled, it's voided. It's void. They voided that leg of the parlay will be voided. And uh, if it's just one bet, then that's just voided. It's funny. No, no, whole, what if, one hole of my parlays got voided. That's what I was about to say. Oh, like if you bet those three, bet, if you bet those three bouts that changed, yeah, which is what voided. you just did. Voided. Yeah. Gone. Whole, wow. Yep. Yeah, bet's gone. You get your money back, but... That, yeah, yeah, I wasn't worried whatever. about that. <laughs> All right, so you guys heard our parlay. You guys heard our picks. You guys heard our bets. Do we have anything else to go over? Didn't you mention... We're good. Some You wanted to predict some AFC West stuff? Broncos. Um, Maybe next step? Yeah. Maybe next step? Yeah. yeah it's getting kind of late. Next it's getting yeah. kind of late. Yeah, yeah, it's getting kind of late. All right, guys. This has been Sport Champs Episode 11. Man, if you guys listened all the way through this episode, you guys are fucking awesome. Emphasis on the fucking. All right. Winston, you want to send anything out? Uh, shout out Broncos. <laughs> Hopefully they win on Monday. You know, we got the minus six and a half. Me and Ricky put like 30 bucks on that combined. You might put more. Yeah. We'll see what's up, man. Because exactly. I'm kind of feeling nice on that bet. That's a nice it's bet. pretty good, make, man. It's pretty good. How about you, man? Um, the only thing I wanted to say is everybody, please, please, please holler at all these hosts for the tickets for that October 29th show. Yeah, nice. Don't forget to subscribe, man. If you guys are not subscribed to this channel, please subscribe to this channel. We are trying to hit a thousand subscribers on our year mark. Make us make us do it, man. Yeah, like just give us that little subscription, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, help a boy out. Like when you go into your subscriptions onto YouTube and you see the thumbnail of all the subscriptions you have, you don't have like this thumbnail, the Street Champs thumbnail because you're slacking. So <laughs> You should sign up, and you should buy a ticket, sign up. and then peep all of this man's new music. Yes, definitely check out all the new music. I actually have a song, Lionheart, dropping on September 17th. September 17th, Lionheart will be dropping on all major platforms, so be ready for that, guys. Be ready for that. Rick G, you guys know where to find me. Hit the links below. Hit that link tree below. Um, and again, have to say it again, do not forget to subscribe. Shout out to Street Champs. Shout out to Still Spicy. Shout out to Bitch What. Everybody on this uh, platform we have here, and... Uh, Have a good night and enjoy the fights. Yep.